0: Once upon a time, our host Dan Solo had some spare time, so he joined his buddy Throne Runner, who in turn gathered Joe from Cincinnati and Daniel K., also known as Tay. Together, they formed the superhero group, the International Friends of Mostly Banter. Well, not really. But we did have fun and lots to say. Without further ado, here is what I hope is the first of many the podcast form of the AGOT LCG review we did on Frozen Runner's channel. So grab yourself a beer, a coffee, whatever you need to go through this whole long process and I hope you enjoy because we sure as hell had a lot of fun doing it.
1: Going on everybody? We are back again, myself and my three compadres, uh, with the Watches on the Wall review part 2. So if you haven't seen part 1, go check it out. We covered the Night's Watch portion of the Big Box expansion. Uh, today we're focusing on the cards that are now available for the other factions in A Game of Thrones, a card game. Uh, you guys know everybody who's here, so we're able to just jump straight into it, unless you guys have anything... Pressing? No. Nothing
2: pressing. No, no. pressing no, nothing, nothing
1: pressing. Nothing <laughs> pressing. Perfect. Let me just quickly adjust <laughs> adjust the size of Day's webcam, because that's bothering me. All right, excellent. Time adjustment,
2: <laughs> Amazing.
1: So we're good. The first card, uh, I guess that's me that's starting. So we've got Maria Seaworth. Uh, so we're looking at the breathing cards here. And a quick baby on screen. I like it. Uh, so I, she...
3: I, I, I highly doubt it's Maria. Is it?
1: Is it Maria or is it Maria? Maria? Sorry, Maria. Sorry, Maria. I say Maria. So she's a four-cost character. Hey. Intrigue and a power icon. That's a very cute one.
0: We got a six-month-old mascot.
1: <laughs> Intrigue.
0: <laughs> and by the way, Montreal, baby, playoffs are starting tonight, and I'm missing it because I I want to be geeky with you guys.
1: Leafs tomorrow, bro. Go Habs, bro. go.
0: The city's going to change, Go right? Toronto. Go Toronto. That's awesome.
1: I sorry, think a family touch. <laughs> <laughs> so, intrigue and power icon, three strength, uh Baratheon, non-loyal, companion, and a lady. Reaction, after a character is bypassed using stealth, pay one gold to kneel it, limit twice per phase, Joe.
2: And don't forget uh, the flavor text. Don't forget the flavor text. Read that flavor text. Uh,
1: oh, sorry, uh, the flavor it text. It was his... Sorry. It was his own Maria he pictured. A good-natured plump woman with sagging breasts and, <laughs> and a kindly <laughs> smile. The best woman in the world.
2: <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's why Davos is the boy.
3: Oh, man. Oh, also. That, that, makes hey, that makes it better. I'm not going to lie. That makes it better. You know, okay, in, uh, reviewing this card, I, I think that she's really, really, really good. I don't I'm not thrilled by the idea of Baratheon having more Neal, mm-hmm. uh, especially since it's cheap Neal. It's one gold to Neal any character without stealth, essentially, as long as you have stealth. And that is the the biggest. That's the thing that kind of keeps her in line. I think is that she doesn't have stealth, and Baratheon right now doesn't have a whole lot of stealth. They have, uh, they have the the Maester Pylos and her husband Davos.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Right? Is there any other in in Baratheon that I'm forgetting? I don't mm. think. No, no so I, think I was I was looking at it and I think it's pretty much it, yes. Yeah, so so this isn't a huge problem in native Baratheon. I am concerned about uh anything with Kraken, you know, whether it's Greyjoy stag or Baratheon uh Kraken. Mm-hmm. It just seems they obviously designed this card for that deck, and that's fine. But I don't know. I don't I don't know how I feel about one gold to kneel any character for however many stealth you have, up to two times per round. So I'm kind of I'm kind of scared by this card. I'm not gonna lie. With
1: uh, with Esgrad, it's a two for one. Oh yeah, that's that's dirty. Well, you gotta have the money for it as well. So I mm-hmm. guess that's kind of what holds it back. But I do like that they're trying to, um, you know, make that whole Salador San with his boat useful in the Kraken because him by himself in the Kraken build right now isn't really the greatest uh, I know because I tried it and it sucked. So. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, who, who jumps in is this Joe
2: jumping straight in here or is, are we open on the floor now for discussion
1: yeah yeah, we're good <laughs> so it should be going to Dan on for his thoughts go on Dan um,
2: yeah, no,
0: totally. I agree. Um, it's kind of scary. It's an effect. we got to remember these cards are evergreen. Myself being Captain Obvious again, uh, I'll bring that up. So um, the, the game will keep moving forward. There'll be more examples of stealth, whether that be neutral and or in-faction Baratheon. More agendas. Um, I don't know that you play this out of Alliance, but if you ever do, you get that much more options to bring in some stealth. So it is scary. Um, but for Baratheon, it's an awesome card. I give her two thumbs up. Unfortunately, because I'm going to play against her
2: a lot. <laughs> great. So me, Well, Um, yeah. I mean, I think she's great. I really like her as a card. Um, my actually having said that though, I'm I'm less. I feel less good about her now. You guys have all made your points because. Um, there's loads of economy cards coming out this cycle. It's called Blood and Gold, and there's loads of new economy cards coming. So I actually don't think the one gold to Neil thing is actually going to be that big a deal. And also, it's just loads of loads of great synergies you can do with her. I mean, let's not forget the money shitting leprechaun. That's the most powerful <laughs> card in the game. <laughs> who, who is that again? <laughs>
3: The one, yeah. and he has stealth. I think he has stealth, doesn't?
2: He? Mm, yeah, yeah. He he literally funds both <laughs> fucking interactions with one in challenge. So, I'm sure by now everyone's had this exact thought, so I I don't think I'm going to be giving too much away by by laying out the bag. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, native breath and she's not an issue. I in cracking, it's not like cracking a really. Swimming in gold either, you know, I never sort of think, look across the table enviously at Greyjoy's <laughs> booming economy and go, Whoa, Those squids oh. they got it going on well, uh, let, me, let, me, let me put it this way
3: uh, I've played against Baratheon decks and a lot of times uh, You know, I'm I'm nervous when they enter the challenges phase with three gold because then I it's like seen in flames kneel that guy oh. and then uh, even hit a justice kneel my chud to kneel your other big guy
2: Literally this... happened to me in a game, and or not game before I came on here. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, nice. so,
3: so it's like you know, if that's three gold, three gold gets you two kneels, and you have to kneel your own character. This is two gold gets you two kneels. If you just have an esgrid, 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 <laughs> triggers this card all by yourself. <laughs> so
4: it does, yes.
3: Uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not. It's not like I think this is going to be NPE. I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to be overpowered no. or anything like that. No. It's just going to be a really, really annoying combo piece that is
2: yeah. going to piss me off because I play defense decks. Isn't that's what's great about it though? It is a combo piece. It's not just some like broken, terrible, like crap, like awful, horrible card to play against. It needs other cards to be good, and I like cards like that. I like synergistic cards that promote clever deck building and I think this is one of those so yeah, I'll, I'll leave it there for my thoughts. And um, I, yeah, I think it's him.
3: good news that she doesn't synergize with herself.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Self synergy. <laughs> 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 kind of <hard> now.
4: <laughs>
1: Alright, well I guess that's it for her and we can move on to the next card which is uh, Black Betha.
2: Which, I'd like to point out, doesn't have flavor text. No flavor yeah, text. Or, or
1: any
3: flavor text, for that matter, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Maria took all the flavor text for this one.
2: did. She had the full flavor. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, Joe, you're on this one?
3: Yep. Um, yes. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. I, <clears> was, <throat> just, I was talking to Darren Hazelton, being
2: a little troll t- on Facebook. Uh, in the live chat way.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let's go live to those chat rooms. <laughs> 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 Black Betha, I, yeah. I,
3: yeah. Black Betha, two cost, non loyal, uh, unique, trait warship. It's a location. While you control Sir Davos Seaworth, he gains renown. Action: Neil Black Betha to choose an attacking character until the end of that. The challenge that character gets plus X strength. X is the number of kneeling characters the defending player controls.
0: Yeah.
1: Damn.
3: Um, definitely another one of them combo cards. We're
0: talking about cards that are combos, and um, I listened to your other podcast because you're the man of the of the hour day. You're like everywhere right now, uh, Southern Veterans, <laughs> so so and, and one day of your Canyon comments
3: so hot right now. Yeah, isn't
0: he? And one, he's got star power. One of your comments was uh, how you hate cards that are just auto-include, yeah. and that's what I'm liking with these two Baratheon cards, is they're good cards, but they're not auto-include. They're either tag-along or build-around, and yeah, I, I always loved how the Great Kraken gave uh, gave a keyword word to, uh, to Balon, and this is the same thing, so I like that synergy, obviously. It's another warship, so finally Barra's getting two warships to help those triggers, and the action's great. I mean, strength pumps, strength matters, and it's strength out of a mechanic that Baratheon already does, and easily. So to me, this, this is another great card for Barra. In the right deck, but great card.
2: Definitely good design with both of these Baratheon cards. Like, clever, fun design. You know, <laughs> you can almost sort of see the the puzzle coming together as you're playing that deck. you just happily marshalling your cards. Uh, I had one guy comment um uh to me about both of them saying oh I don't I don't think either of these are particularly efficient cards or rather there's that sort of style of deck building isn't particularly efficient. But you know fucking if you want efficiency go play Lannister man, you know, yeah. it's boring. Yeah, and, there you, you know. go. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. This guy sounds like a Lannister player. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool um I, I i much prefer like i guess that comes from like playing night's watch where it's very much you don't really start with all your awesome shit together you have to sort of assemble it you know requires requires some construction yeah and then you get your sweet efficiency at the end of it um yeah it's it's really cool i think as well there's uh some really fun banner potential for this for this card um you know, I'm sure maybe there's some Terrell shenanigans you could get up to with Randall. Maybe a uh, Roost, dare I say his name, in, in Stark might like this card. Um, you know, there are the sort of strength boosting effects in other factions, uh, and also enabling win by five triggers as well. Mm-hmm. I sort of spout on a lot about that, but you know, it can be difficult to get those off sometimes. And if you've got a card that enables that. So yeah, you might be tempted to slip a put to the sword or two or a superior claim or something in a deck where you're running this. I don't know. You know, it's I I like I like I like boosting cards. I also like cards that enable Voltrons as well. As janky as that shit is. Um yeah, all about the Voltrons. You're one unstoppable dude.
0: If, <laughs> if if I'm if I'm Captain Obvious, I think you actually are the king of Jank there, Dave. There's a new title for you.
2: <laughs> yeah. if, you if you ever start
0: collecting them
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough I do make some janky shit but I know it's janky shit I don't like, come along and go it's the best I hey, that's, that's
0: fine it's actually a lot of fun so I,
2: I, I love what you come up with yeah definitely man cool that's very sweet of you to say Um, let's let's
1: go live to Shomar and his thoughts now <laughs> Um, well as you said this is a, a card that's going to be included in a lot of banners and going back to the whole Greyjoy idea I like this one in promoting again that, that Greyjoy married to the Stag sort of deck um, where Greyjoy is the main house because now you're able to use Black Betha, uh, and because we know that Greyjoy is kind of moving more towards a uh, go second style of play where you're not really too worried about the unopposed so if you're going second you know that your opponent's going to have knelt out some characters on their attack and this is going to give you the opportunity to bump your characters up maybe even bump up the core and if that's who you're using not only that but as we will see later on with uh Raiding the Bay of Ice this is another warship that you know if you don't get to trigger it because you're going first or for whatever reason, you're now able to kneel Black Beth uh, in order to trigger uh Raiding the Bay of Ice. So it makes Raiding the Bay of Ice more playable, it makes the the stag banner with Greyjoy uh more viable as well. And you know, it just it increases, I guess, the playability of those of those that style of deck, and I think that it's really helping Greyjoy to do something other than just worry about unopposed and, and go first. Yeah, I, know it's, I, I know it's a bear card, but, you know, I think right now that's probably where the most of its use is going to come from or people are going to try to make that attempt again um, after <laughs> the failure that was Salvador son and whatever his boat was called. his Sorry, his warship was called. The um, Valerian. <laughs> the Valerian, that's it. So I think that, you know, it gives... It's going to make that... Uh, make people want to try that out again and see how it works with this and like i said this is nice because now you're not worried about going first as much you know that you're gonna get that potential plus three or plus whatever boost on whichever big challenge you're trying to push through and that might be a nice thing and that's all i have to say about that
2: are you be will you be playing that deck shama
1: Will I be playing that deck personally yeah probably yeah. not i mean i won't ever build it physically i'll play it on throne techie and see how yeah, it goes. Okay. But I'm okay, not going to okay. go through the pain of building it and sleeving it only to get stomped. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what if I build it for you? And you can just have a little a little ragamorel with it. That
1: would be fun, if you mail <laughs> cool. me the All cards right. in sleeves. Uh,
2: I'll do that. <laughs> so, maybe, <laughs> maybe not sleeves. Maybe, maybe you get Jay to do that. Uh,
3: Jay, so sorry, I, I like I, I like this card for a few reasons. The first reason is uh, if anyone who's ever tried to defend a Rob Baratheon challenge knows how frustrating it is. They're like, well, I can defend with this guy, but then you win anyway. And then I can add this guy, but then you still win anyway. And then I can do this one, but you still fucking win anyway. Because it's just like every single time you kneel, somebody the person attacking is getting stronger and stronger. So your rage really... only fuels me, father. <laughs> <laughs> so I I uh i i don't i don't like the fact that it's another combo piece you know you you kind of need intimidate to make this really worthwhile i in my opinion but the threat of the threat of activation on it may, means you can probably win any one challenge you're concerned with and this, isn't that everything you want out of a out of a strength pumping card uh I don't like that it's too gold. I think that's a little too expensive. But at the really? same time...
2: No, I think that's <laughs> good. That's a very good, uh, that's a very good price Shelley point. Price. You just <laughs> said you to win any challenge that you want. Any you. any one challenge you want. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, that that, well, that makes all the difference, that one challenge. And
0: considering and, that they're, they're already winning most power challenges that they want to win, that yeah. kind of gives you military...
3: And I guess intrigue. I don't know if they, they're easily winning intrigue right now, but uh... and 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 like Shamar said, you know, this is best when you're going second. Well, going second is kind of the best thing in this game, and mm-hmm. everyone's fighting for it every single round most of the time, except for the final turn. We've had that discussion before, but I mean, I've had it individually
1: with pretty much everyone I talk to. Well, uh, being sorry. second is the best. The is best it? thing. Well, about this game. I mean, yes, at the most, at most. Usually it is, but I mean, like, currently I've been toying around with the whole Victorian and, and uh, Seal the Hand thing. And having Victorian with the Seal the Hand and this Black Betha out, if your opponent defends it, that's a plus one, whatever. And it increases mm. your chance to kneel out more characters, and then you go again. So even going first, depending on who you have out, if it's on an Intimidate character, then yeah. I love this card going first. And if, even if that's not the case, I still love it going second. So I think this one goes either way, because... Otherwise, they're just gonna give you an right? And yeah, power wins I, I, games.
3: I will say, I, I really like this in combination with Maria because if you have, like I said, if you have Esgrid Ezgr- or even one or two stealth, that's that's the kneels that you're you're powering up Betha with with Maria, mm-hmm. and that actually might be a good way of circumventing how shitty going first is because mm-hmm. you have, you know, you can kneel out to their characters theoretically, and then if you have Robert or Victorian or anyone with intimidate. You can kneel out another character, and then maybe they go and they're like, "Well, I don't have any characters standing anymore, so I guess I'll pass yeah.
2: challenges." Mm-hmm. Hey, if you've got a, de- a deck built for going first, going first is good. If you've got loads of intimidate and you've got loads of like aggro triggers where you want to definitely get your shit off and kill all their guys before they can come back, going <sighs> first isn't necessarily bad. It's just when you you're just you, you play you play a reactive deck, you know, you, it doesn't ever want to go first because then you just miss a whole. Half of the challenge phase that you would have to be back. <laughs> um, but going going first in it, you know, where you've got. I, I think going first in a deck with lots of intimidating stuff like that is is, is a good thing. You know, it's powerful. Because mm-hmm. then they don't get to use their characters. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the always thing, a
1: beautiful yeah. thing.
2: Which, yeah. yeah, isn't that just completely fair?
1: <laughs> but, it's fair
2: so.
3: but anyway, I feel we've done this one. to so, death.
0: All right. We
1: so, on to the next one Salt Wife. Crazy and it's one. me. After
0: the Great Baratheon cards, we're going to move on to Greyjoy and all the love they've been getting recently, haven't they? (laughs) The Salt Wife is a character, two cost. A single power icon, one strength, which is traditional. Companion. (laughs) Challenge action. Sacrifice Salt Wife to choose a character. Until the end of the phase, that character cannot be declared as a defender.
2: Day, Uh, you're up. Um, I've had this played against me recently and I don't like it at all it's really, it's, it's a lot stronger than I think it looks on paper um, and that's because the threat of activation is scarier than the actual activation itself, I had two of these played against me he had two sat on the table at one time and I just felt like it wasn't even worth me defending the challenges because I was like well he's just going to sack it you know I think he had a two claim. He had retaliation out, and he had two of these on the table. So I had to go first because I didn't win the initiative. And I just thought, well, no matter what I do here, I'm fucked. If I go first, he's got enough. He's got enough. You know, he's got enough on the table to defend whatever paltry shit I can throw at him, and then he's going to come slamming back with. Three unopposed, two claim challenges, and um it was Richard Walker, actually, by the way, that, I'm t- that was I was playing. The Great Bastard. The, the Great. The Storm Cloud himself. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and I don't know. Yeah, I've heard people, I've heard people say, oh. You know, it's not as good as Wildling Scout. It doesn't shore up the intrigue, weakness, and Greyjoy. It's another power monocon, but it's better than Wildling Scout. Wildling Scout lets yeah. you stealth one dude. Mm-hmm. This basically takes that person out for the entire challenge phase. You know? Um, yeah. So it's really, really strong. And it, it does require a bit of thought and a bit of clever play. But, you know, out of all the power monocons that they've had thus far, I think this is probably the, uh, the best one. So, yeah, if you're running power monocons in Grodo, you take them out, put this one in. It's strong. It's, it's, yeah, you give up a bit of ball position with it, but you're going to just you lose it to claim eventually anyway. So, I, I don't really see the issue. But, um, yeah, good cards, solid cards, better than it looks, I'd say. And it looks good. So, you know, that's saying something.
3: So, you, you said that you didn't even bother
2: defending because if you did, they would just trigger this? I I felt well, like I before, felt like yeah. I can I can't really remember the entire situation but whatever happened I was going to I was either, I was like well I might as well that was it I was going first I was, I thought rather than leave my character standing to defend his challenges I just decided to do all of mine I was like mm-hmm. fuck it there's no point there's no point, uh, there's no yeah, point so you you
3: anything. you kind of you rating longship that you just kind of like yeah I'm not even going to bother trying, I'm just going to go and attack him, because...
2: Yeah, that was it. That, 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 that was the scenario as it happened, if I, if I recall correctly. Um, but because I wouldn't have done that, if he didn't have them on the, his side of the board, the very fact they were there made me reassess that whole phase. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, wasn't, it didn't make the choice easy, it made it very difficult. I spent like five minutes trying to figure out what I was going to do, and at the end of it, I was like, I'm fucked. <laughs> 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 <It was nuts>. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I've been sat here not saying anything for five minutes and I've come to this critical conjunction. I've completely screwed. Over to you, Richard. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Sorry.
1: Um, I don't know. I When I okay. first saw this card, uh, I wasn't really impressed by it. And my reason is, again, just like when you play the Wildling Scout and you touched on it before, is I don't like ever giving up board presence
2: mm-hmm. in
1: order to, you know affect my opponent negatively for just one challenge phase. And I mean, if that's the case, if I'm so, you know, bent on taking defenders out, then why not just play fishing net because that stays until they remove it. And I understand that, you know, the reason why they did this in this box is because it's Night's Watch and a lot of Night's Watch characters have no attachment except weapon. And so maybe this is to get around that no attachment thing. But, but the the fishing net weapon, weapon, is a weapon. Yeah. But I, I don't like I just never liked losing a character. Even when I was playing with the Wildling Scouts, um, I always hated giving it up and, and losing that one character off the board in order to give myself stealth for a little bit. I mean, it's great during that turn. It's great if it's a winning turn. So if it was like a Clash of Kings turn, for example, um, or a Rise of the Kraken turn, yeah, Rise of the Kraken turn, then that would be fantastic. But just doing it mid-game, I don't find it useful in a majority of the matchups because then now you're forced to claim, you know, a character that you don't necessarily want to. And yes, Greyjoy has a ton of saves, but I just don't see it as being worth two bucks just to, you know, threaten you to say, you know, I might I might screw you over and, and, and you know, take that renowned guy out of being able to defend this challenge right now. I just don't think that it's worth it personally.
2: It's an interesting comparison with fishing net. I never thought of it like that because fishing net, I kind of guess, does exactly the same. It does thing the
1: same, too. and it stays.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, so,
3: so, so my my best comparison is this is the nightmares to fishing nets, milk of the poppy, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, it's it's on demand. You know, you you use it when you need it. It's not as predictable, and you can use it as the second player or the, as the first player. You know, if they haven't played their characters yet, you can go back. And Salt Wife, whoever you need to get around, yeah. because you didn't know who they were, def- you you didn't know who they're playing when you were marshaling. So uh, that that is the best comparison I can come up with, and I think it's a sound comparison. And nightmares is, is everywhere. So uh, if nightmares is everywhere, uh, that makes me think that this could be everywhere. But on the other side of that coin, uh, uh, throwing net, fishing net is not played either. So. No. If we're doing if we're doing that comparison, then yeah, it's not going to be played because fishing net isn't played either. A lot of times, people will will use nightmares in lieu of milk of the poppy because nightmares is is on demand and unknown.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know what I mean? But uh, if if fishing net is not used at all, then and then we'll we'll see how this is used. Um, I do think it's funny because you were talking about Richard Walker, and that guy sent me a message. He was like, okay. Three fishing nets, three raiding long ships. Are you afraid of losing an unopposed
2: challenge yet? It's like I was like, uh, I mean, not no. really. Maybe I mean, I was like, was I mean, uh, net, I, I'd be uh, raiding long ship, not work as well. Not that it matters because they do the same thing. But anyway, yeah, um, and I and I just told him like, you know, uh,
3: maybe. I mean, I could I could see that being annoying. Yeah, he's like, okay, okay. What about three fishing nets, three raiding long ships, three salt waves? Are you scared now? No. I like, I don't know, Richard, if you're committing that much of your deck to just getting unopposed, <laughs> why are you doing this? What is the end game? And you're just like, okay, what about three fishing nets, three <laughs> raiding longships, three saltwives, and two Kraken's grass? I'm like, Richard, <laughs> go away. <laughs> I'm busy right now. This is like a Saturday afternoon. And he's just like sending me these messages, asking me these ridiculous questions. So, yeah, in that deck, this is going to be work fine, but uh, okay, Greyjoy has been... Richard. He's very, very. He's a very funny guy. He's got a very, very dry sense of humor, Richard.
2: be yeah. Oh, so, well, yeah.
3: that's why I. That's why I continue talking to him. But uh, it's just funny to me because uh, this deck seems to go in that unopposed deck, but I'm not sure if it goes into any other decks. Like Shamar said, it's great late game. Fantastic yeah. late game. Hmm.
1: But the,
3: how many cards are you running? My thing
1: successful? with this is, and if we're talking about popularity, you know that Lannister is popular and will forever be popular, and so. This is just one treachery away from being a wasted card that gets thrown away for no reason. Then you have to claim shit anyway. So, like, to throw this in your deck for an entire tournament... Hey, hey,
0: hey, 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 hey. If Lannister is spending their treachery on this instead of on her, hey. your other triggers and you're playing the unopposed deck, let them treachery this.
1: No, no, don't no that's no, it's they could just let you pop it they're spending then you,
0: then you go through a challenge and then you're going to go great kraken and all your other triggers and it doesn't matter what dead. you have to
1: realize is they're spending one buck to get rid of a character off the board so they can that only other, costs you
0: two bucks which is also a it char- costs
1: you two it costs them one to get yeah, rid of nice the character off the go, board for no reason. No, no,
3: but I, I mean,
2: that's, I understand that's going down
1: the treachery, treachery rabbit the hole.
3: Treachery. No, 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 I'm, not, I'm just saying, yeah,
1: like, it, you, you gotta think of it in a... The
3: treachery rabbit hole is always an annoying rabbit hole, yeah. I don't, I don't you, like entertaining too you often. You have to think yeah. of it let's in a, in a
1: it. full tournament <laughs> perspective, right? Like, yeah, you're fact, gonna play through whatever, how, however many rounds in a, let's say, a regional. You're gonna play through five rounds of Swiss, and then if you wanna make it to the end, that's another four rounds or whatever. And in that ten games, you're definitely gonna run into a Landis player who's gonna cancel this shit and make it useless. Yeah. So it's not worth it to play that, I don't think. When you can just for play sure, other... but there's
0: so many triggers and more important triggers than this. I mean, if we're rating this card because of treachery as piss uh, 4 I'm not, not rating no, it. Based on, I'm say, not rating it based on treachery. It, that's that's just, that's just if they want to burn the treachery on this, go right I'm ahead. Not, man. I'm not. I'm not rating it based, based on treachery. <laughs> you're a bad Lannister player.
1: I'm not <laughs> rating it based on treachery, though. I'm just saying, in the grand scheme of things, you have to think of not only that. That treachery exists. The fact that you're just wasting it's one round. Like most times, people are going to care unless, again, it's the final round. So yeah, if, I, could, I could see. I could see. But well, basically, treachery is a bullshit card. And if it cancels <laughs> the
2: thing you need to win the game in in typical treachery fashion, then that's so that's a it. treachery move. That's that's you a treachery, move. and yeah, you sure. just have to hold your hands up and go, "That's bullshit." And that's that. <laughs> I'm not saying so I wouldn't play. It. Con. Can, we, can we can we safely say that we've all we all have fairly divided? Voted opinions on this. Oh, I, this no. card is
1: playable. It'll it'll see two two slots in a deck because yes when you draw it Or you keep it in your hand till the last turn the last two turns Whatever to get you that great cracking in a and a and a clash of kings then it's fantastic But like to, to just play it out at a random turn in the middle of the game mm-hmm. because you want But to actually I
0: I think this card is actually maybe stronger if you don't keep it in your hand kind of like day says you put it on the board and and you let your opponent worry about it, even if you don't necessarily have the best
1: time. You're going to claim it. You're playing Greyjoy. You're going to fucking so you the, the shit out of yourself. Worse,
0: you'll claim it, or if if not, then it's there. I, I don't know. i no, wait, I'm 50, hold on a second. I'm not, I'm not huge on this card, but I'm saying it's not as bad as what you're saying it is.
1: I'm just I saying it's you not worth it to play. Claim
2: claim you're playing Greyjoy. You've got like five bazillion saves.
1: You, you, can't, I mean? like, you can't Risen... You can't Risen it because it's not ironborn. No, so you're gonna you, iron you mine could, that. I'm, yeah. Well, if, you're if, not if you, iron mining if, this ever. If, come on. If,
2: if you need, if you need to iron mine it, then you iron <laughs> mine it. No, there was there That's was a game happening. Okay, to go back to this Richard Walker game anecdote. Yeah, there was he played Valor on a turn. Yeah, and he, he on his Valor turn, he ended up on the board with a chud, uh, another character, Euron, with loads of power on him, and an iron mines. Yeah. Yeah. And I had the option to do a military challenge. I didn't because I thought he's just going to iron mines the chud. And Do you know why he would have iron mines the chud? Because I would have marched next turn if he hadn't. Yeah. So <laughs> you could never say, oh, you're not going to iron mines this. You're not going to have. You iron mines when you fucking need to iron mines. And if you need to iron mines the chud, then you fucking iron mines the chud. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you yeah. Know. <laughs> I, I feel you. You know, I don't know. I'm not saying, like, yeah, there is a risk of maybe it will go to claim soak, but like, realistically, I feel like Greyjoy kind of have have that. I feel like they have beef to them now. Like, Euron's fucking everywhere and he's a big, beefy character. And now you've got Victorian and all the other Yons and. You know, (laughs) they're they're not these sort of like this fragile glass cannon deck that they once were. They sort Mm. of like now they're now a bunch of bullies that sort of possess the table. And um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think you're quite the attrition in Greyjoy isn't quite as severe as it was. You know, Greyjoy's a dicks.
1: Yeah. Anyway, let's let's next um, next card. Next card. Let's let's move on. All right. Um, So we're on to raiding the Bay of Ice. Uh, Is that me? I I can't remember. I know, oh, uh, Danny boy? Yeah.
2: Oh, it's yeah. me. I'm, I, I, you know, <laughs> there was a lot that happened in this game with Rich Walker, but this, this card featured in it as well. Yeah. And actually, <laughs> get, you get a good one uh, this time, yeah. Yeah, this is, this is a, a fantastic card. It's called Raiding the of Vice. It's a zero-cost grader event, non-loyal. And it reads, Reaction, after you win a challenge as the attacking player, kneel a warship location to choose a non-limited location controlled by the losing opponent and place it on top of its owner's deck. Brackets to then be pillaged by Euron and
1: possess (laughs) yourself. I'm pretty sure this card reads, zero cost event reaction, fuck you everybody. Especially Night's Watch, unless your locations are duped. (laughs) (laughs) But no. (laughs) This this card is really good. Um, I've had a lot of success with it recently. Uh, Like I said though, if the location's duped, it kind of sucks. Joe and I played two days ago, and he I had three copies of this, so I found two, and I drew one. And he had a to wall, and I was like, okay, GG. <laughs> Never mind. Forget it. Forget it. Um, but in terms of this card being good, I think it's fantastic. There's a lot of annoying locations that exist right now, and all of which are non-limited. And so this is probably why Euron is going to be floating around even more so than he was already, because... You, know, you win a challenge, you have a plethora of warships out, some zero-cost ones as well, you kneel one, you throw it on top of the deck, you know that pillage happens after, and now you have successfully taken the wall with Euron or Castle Black, or whatever have you. So that's all well and good, but like I said, if the Ravens. location... Isle of Ravens. If the location is duped, Oh, Queen's Tower, Queen's whatever the hell is called, Queen's Crown, Queen's Crown, all that (laughs) annoying shit. You You can take it. (laughs) You can take it. But the thing is, if it's duped, then that kind of messes up um, what's going on there. So, you know, it was a very annoying interaction when when playing against Joe, where I was like, okay, so now I got to figure out how do I get an unopposed challenge so that I can get rid of one of the dupes to then play raiding the Bay of Ice, kneel a warship, put this back on top of his deck uh and then pillage it and take it and that's never gonna happen. You know, people are playing hands judgments and things like that. And despite that, this is still a fantastic card because it could be a very huge swing to, you know, a nice watch player if you steal the wall from them or if you steal um that an- other annoying card that Joe had. What was the what's the one for the builders, Joe? One of the Cards that look the exact same as the other Brandon one.
3: Stronghold. Oh, and
2: Stronghold. Yeah, Brandon Stronghold. Brandon Stronghold looks yeah. like the
1: East Watch by the Sea. They all look the damn same. Mm. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, they, they, those two cards actually do. Like, identical. Um,
1: stealing a painted table, stealing Iron Throne, like, it doesn't matter. This card is going to be useful in every game and every matchup that you play. So I think it's fantastic, and I really love that it is a zero-cost event, so it's not necessarily OP. People play Hands Judgment and get rid of it for free. Um, and you have to have a warship out on the table. So there's a cost in that as well. So I think it's well balanced. But we'll see how you guys well feel about that. Well balanced and
2: powerful. Yeah. Very balanced.
1: So, very powerful.
3: So this this card is why I play two to three hands judgments and two to three nightmares. If I don't have the hands judgment, all nightmares you're on. If I, <laughs> <laughs> if I have the hands judgment, I hands judgment this. And mm-hmm. it's because this was really, I mean, uh, this is about as close as you can get to a middle finger to wall decks. Uh, because that's that's essentially what it is, you know what I mean. So uh, you return the wall to the top of the deck, you discard
2: it, you take it with your on. Isn't isn't sea bitch more of a kind of middle finger to the wall deck? That's kind of like ah, fuck you. <laughs> I'm getting your wall power this <laughs> turn, mate. Eh, whatever. I mean,
3: uh, I mean, yeah. It's not it's not cancelable like this is. At least not for Night's Watch. It's cancelable for Lannister, but we're not going to go. We're not going to go. No, we're not. Don't, just don't.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Back
3: in the deck. So put it, put it back in there. So this is uh this is this is more directed at Nights Watch specifically, but it's also good against other factions. And like he's like Shamar said, you can take anything with this. I mean, if you can take a chamber, you just fuck the dominance deck. You just fuck it.
2: So. You know what, mate? Yeah. I really hope you do that at some point in your friend's playing career. You know, I really <laughs> hope you just shaft the crap out of some Baratheon player. Yeah. Taking their little chamber.
4: <clears throat> oh, who's going to steal my power of Dominus phase
2: now?
1: I'll do bitch. <laughs> oh,
3: oh, your entire deck's built around this. And now you only have the iron you Man. It's going to be tough.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. One thing I forgot to mention was that even if you don't have Euron out, um, and let's say you do flip the wall back on top of the deck or flip any of those cards, it's a big econ hit to have to pay for the same shit a second time. So yeah. I wouldn't just necessarily hold on to this because you don't have your own out. It's still worth playing it regardless if you know that you know it's going to yeah. disrupt your opponent that, for a turn or two. The temple yeah. play
0: is still worth it, especially if the location is anywhere close to expensive, whether it be two, three,
2: or four. Uh, yes, agree to that uh, all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no one likes having to pay, well, but yeah, playing locations are a huge hit because they don't do anything to your challenge presence, you know, um, unless it's something like High Garden or something like that, but even even then, you know, that's a three-cost location, and having to put that goal back on the board, uh, for essentially not to help your board presence in, in a sort of challenge sense, is, yeah, it really hurts, man, so yeah, it's, it's uh, fantastic for getting rid of those expensive ones. Oof, Winterfell, can you imagine this, getting hit with that? That'd be beautiful. And, and the, the trigger is not that... I mean, obviously, if you're playing
0: Banner of the Kraken, it's one thing. But if you're playing Greyjoy main, the trigger is not that hard to actually to, to get. So I actually like the fact that this card is in the meta because... I going to have to play against it, obviously. And and it adds a bit more of that psychological gameplay where you're thinking, does he have it? Does he not have it? Can I actually win this challenge? What if I let go of this one? Because mm-hmm. you can play it off of any challenge. And you're right. I see this more. I play against a lot of Baratheon. My girlfriend plays a lot of Baratheon. There's a lot of Baratheon around. And that fucking chamber of the painted table that you cannot react to. There's no action window before that stupid mm-hmm. location. I, I hated it. I was happy when Seabitch came out but <laughs> the chamber is like it doesn't a, do anything bitch proof so this is awesome this is a big fuck you to the to the chamber and we got to remember we got a new me sound that's actually coming out very soon so we're going to see a lot of these Baratheon dominus decks out there because <laughs> oh. her effect is crazy goddamn stupid mm-hmm. so this is a great card to have
1: yeah, yeah and, and, no, and, and the trigger
0: is
3: pretty easy too
0: you yeah. just have to win a challenge yeah. and have a warship
1: it's just it's just as easy as queen's crown fuck so, so well, weird. hold on, hold on. Show, <laughs> up. Before you go ragging on
2: other facts and shit. What, what, what is great about the trigger in the, in, of this card is that, yeah, you need a warship, and it's sorry. Yeah, the cards are non-loyal. Yeah, but you do need a warship, and no one is running warships. No one mm-hmm. running enough warships to make. Well, this guess what? They're co- they're coming back. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're they're coming back right now. Warships will be in vogue next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just want to I just want to tell this story really quickly because it's fucking amazing and You're it's full story it it's all just one game. This epic game of Richard Walker. <laughs> he, I played Isle of Ravens, yeah, because I was I was Queens crowning all of his shit into the discard. For the first turn was a blowout turn for me. I discarded the Reader and Asher, and I had two. Now my watch begins in hand, and they were both on my side of the board. <laughs> and Valid, they both died, and it was back and forth crazy. And then I marshalled Isle of Ravens because I managed to get two of his Balons into the discard. And then he Icy Bayed the Isle of Ravens, oh. snatched it with Euron, and started putting his Balons back in his fucking deck. When I was like, no! no. And, uh, and then, sure enough, late, later on in the game, Balon came out and essentially made it so I couldn't win the game. He had enough, str- he had enough of those warships that boost the strength on side. There was nothing I could do, and he mm-hmm. won. And, uh, you know, just to, just to put it in perspective, you wouldn't even think that Icy Baying a card like that is what would win you the game, but the <laughs> fact that he was able to put this character back in his deck, and this, I'll see you again, Yeah, wicked. I love it. Um, anyway. Hey, Richard, they,
3: Richard does weird shit like that all the time. It's good. It, it, was, a good, it was a wicked play.
0: Um, yeah. I got you covered, man.
3: <laughs> oh shit I'm gonna share my share a
0: mug with you man great joy all the way right You're i have one cards but mine Cheers, is uh <laughs> mine is not
1: black that one is dope i want that
0: yeah it's actually got the game of thrones on one side and it's the oh. we do not sell on the other so if i nice. get my hands on one man it's it's yours I think I just Six. see you at regionals. You better let me win.
2: All right, now that we finished, now we finished all creaming our jeans over the graduation uh, <laughs> go stuff. Yeah, do some, uh, let's do some red cards
1: so that Americans love <clears throat> so dearly. On to the red. So we've got uh, Ulf, son of Umar, Umar. My, my cousin. Um, so it's and Umar. <laughs> <So> it's <laughs> le- <laughs> this is your nephew, huh? We're cousins. Um, is there so, like a
2: combination of the two of you called Shumar? Actually, <laughs> some people
1: do call me that. I don't know how they come to that conclusion that, you know, SHOMER is Shumar, but hey. Well, they
3: also call you Shomar, so. Yes,
1: yes, it's true. I don't know. Americans, man. Um, Fucking so, Americans. five-class character, military and intrigue icon. It's non-loyal. He has four strength, and he's a clansman. Reaction, after a clansman character enters play under your control, Ulf, son of Umar, gets plus X strength until the end of the phase. X is that character's printed strength limit three times per phase.
4: Oh. It seems it pretty good. <laughs> uh
3: I mean, yeah, the the, the nice <laughs> the nice thing about this card is that he triggers off himself, right? So if you're yeah. able to get him into play somehow with a Heron Hall or some other thing that lets somehow. you ambush clansmen
2: with some way to get <laughs>
3: clansmen into play in the challenges phase as a Lannister player. If only yeah, if that was a thing. If only that were a thing. Yeah. So, so in that case, you know, if you were able to get him in, as some, in some, in some unknown way, uh, he <laughs> becomes what eight strength, and then you can you can still trigger it two more times. So he, he's just gonna be a big, big fat motherfucker. That's. I mean, <laughs> that's that's really what this guy should be. You know old son of umar the big fat motherfucker that's yeah. the, full, the, the full title of the card because that's all he's going to be he's not going to be he's not going to be some intricate card that you you do little tricks with and everything like that he's just going to be a big strong thing that you put on the board and he's going to win challenges because he's so fucking big he's a blunt instrument isn't he yeah he really is uh kind of like what he's he's carrying in
2: Listen, deck,
0: so uh, of I, I, I played I played the, quite a bit of the Lannister clansman jumping deck, and if this card would have existed, I would have I won a lot of games, but I would have won, won a shitload of more games with this guy. He is he's huge. He's got the right icon. He's got strength pump. You can I mean, he's awesome. He's evergreen, so he's going to be around forever. Uh, <laughs> probably the best, if not one of the best clansmen uh, that Lannister has. I really like, and him. actually. It's not like Lannister is actually playing Reigns of Casimir right now, so that intrigue icon with the strength <laughs> bump means oh, absolutely nothing.
2: Oh yeah, right. I didn't even think about Casimir triggers. Yeah, that's a very good point then. God, that fucking agenda. I'm Captain Obvious, I told you. <laughs> mm, well you say that. d I, I didn't I having said that, I don't really play Lannister. I'm infamous for not playing Lannister, so yeah. Oh um, Dan is Mr. Not Obvious. Yeah, I he's go. he's just another big efficient card with a good reaction. I'm glad to see they're flashing out the Klansman theme because I think it's I think it's one of the more the more you know skillful to play builds out of Lannister. Skillful, it's, it's I wouldn't say it's difficult to play, but it's it's harder to play than putting Tyrion and Tywin down and just being like, oh, oh, oh I win. <laughs> <laughs> Good game, bro, really good game, really good. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so, I mean, there's a lot of, like, bouncy parts to that clansman deck, and, you know, I, I really like the new Tyrion as a card, mainly because he takes use away from old Tyrion. And then, you know, it's it's a cool way to play the game. Um, uh, I would say I'm slightly worried about the endless bullshit combo, which is Tower of the Hand, Harrenhal, Tyrion, the endless bullshit combo which you can literally do nothing about once it's on the board you, you're, you're fucked at that point um, yeah. you have to stop that before it happens but they're doing we've, we've got Barring the Gates which is something and we are getting Lay Siege in a couple of packs time which will get rid of contested locations for a mere gold and there's absolutely no trigger for that so I, I don't know how long these harrenhole decks le- have left in the sun and maybe they'll have They'll have yeah, um, some other way of doing it down the line. But for for the deck he goes in, he's very very strong. He's very very efficient, and he's just everything that Lannister want. And I don't really have anything else to say other than that. So I, shall we move on to a more interesting? <laughs> I had
3: I had one additional comment that I thought was Go funny. Go on. Uh, it was just it was just entertaining to me. Sam Woolley if I'm pronouncing his name right, he yeah. he he made a comment on the article that uh, Steve Kentrell. Put up for this the spoiler mm. the review and he's he he pointed out like how bullshit is it that because it's a lannister card it gets an intrigue icon
2: yeah because there's icon. nothing yeah.
3: intriguing about this guy yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, i, like,
2: I love that comment that was such a good comment was,
3: like it's such a good comment it's like yeah he's right there's so much a whole paragraph
2: lannister lannister about com- him engaging in court court intrigue and like yeah. <laughs> in people's backs yeah. First yeah. in
3: the cut and thrust of court politics is yeah. It? That was it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like so
2: good. What a legend! Just, this is
3: a Lannister card. Does not need it. Mean it needs to have an entry icon. I think it's kind of bullshit. But
2: that's yeah, just The thing is. No, no one would play it if it was a, if it was a monocon. and if it had a power icon. Then it well the the one weakness of Lannister is they don't have. Loads and loads of power icons on big strong guys. They've got a couple and I like that, you know. So they've they've had they've made it a bike on for, for balance or power purposes, so it's a good card. Mm-hmm. Um, but they haven't given it the wrong bike on icon. If that makes sense. You don't I would hate this guy a lot more if yeah, he had a power icon. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I <laughs> yeah. Guess, I think it's worth mentioning. I thought that was funny.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: definitely. Um, it it is, but
0: well. that's that's faction design and faction weakness, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so there he is. Um,
3: so it's kind of yeah. like how Jon Snow doesn't have a military icon. Core Jon Snow. Yeah. Like, really? He's holding a fucking sword in his picture.
2: <laughs> but he's too busy in the kitchen with the pan. <laughs> um,
1: anyway, na- na- next card. Next card. Uh, yeah. So that next one is Joe. There are no men like Joe. That's true. Oh, there, there are no men like me. <laughs> Lannister non
3: loyal event. Uh, one cost action choose a knight character until the end of the phase that character does not kneel when declared as an attacker or defender in a military challenge (laughs) there's only me there's only me Jamie Lannister it's only him.
1: <laughs> <Damn Funious. laughs>
3: well, you know what? This
0: to me is a banner card. It's probably a Tyrell yeah. card disguised as, as a Lannister. No. I mean, the, the art is great and you're giving a Jamie like effect to one of your knights. Actually, uh, in my notes, because I did a bit of homework, I was actually thinking hey, Knights Watch Lanny. I, I, I know somebody on the cast that's actually toyed around with this and with the our <laughs> Knights Watch cards we were reading. Everybody's wondering if we were doing anything with knights. There's Captain Jenk for you, <laughs> but um, it, it's, it's awesome, it's an action, it's an easy trigger, it's one-costed, which is fairly cheap, it's a good card that most Lannister players will probably never play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's I sad, know. but that's true. I mean, what that are you going to take
3: out of a Lannister deck for this? I mean... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know, seriously. That's... You take out treacheries. Yeah. yeah sure. it's a good idea. It's the same, it's the same cost slot, man.
0: It's I, one. one of our... At one of our uh, our store championships, well, the one we had in Quebec City with Alex Hines, who uh, actually enjoyed the art off of his, uh, his overall champion plot card, and the effect is kind of cool, but uh, we had a guy there who's playing Lannister Crossing, and a good part of his game was trying to get Jamie, trying to get Queen Cersei, and you just got a bunch of characters that don't kneel and do multiple challenges, and he's just hitting at you with all these huge characters, and...
2: They don't really, that's this. that's that's a fair comment for it. And in, in a crossing deck, you can you can argue that this might have this, um you know a bit more mileage to it. But uh, you got Aniston characters
0: that are already doing it though. That's I, what I'm wondering. But you're right.
2: Yeah. Sure, sure. But yeah, I, I mean, I, let's say you don't see Jamie, and you really don't want your Tywin to nail or whatever. You know, I oh, know it's open at night, and it doesn't work. So, <laughs> um, I guess. I think there are better cards that aren't seen play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I will tell you that I will. I agree with you, Dan. This does. This is a banner card for the Terrell Lion deck, and I have built that deck, and it is a lot of fun. Um, it's bullshit. Man. No, no, it isn't bullshit, actually, Jay. With New Marjorie, it's actually very, very viable. And well, I, I'm not saying it's you. not viable. I'm saying that interaction is bullshit. I know, Aaron it's Hall and New Marjorie, come on, mm. it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and now you can. Uh, no, I didn't put Aaron Hall in mine because that that is bullshit. actually, okay. right. Okay. Um, no, I had fun stuff like a daring rescue, <laughs> and uh, and I'd put this in there as well. You know, stuff where everything's ping ponging about, but you're not just like slinging people in with new Marge to to then get other stuff. With a anyway, that that that's that entire sort of little plan that you're talking about there, Joe, can be quite easily undone by a single nightmares, can it not? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it depends on the timing. Uh, nightmares is until when does Harren holes thing? I think it's sure. at... No, should it's when the phase ends, or is it? It's not at, is it? Uh, at the end of
3: the phase. Oh, yeah. okay, it I stand not,
2: corrected. It's not maybe.
3: circumvent. Nightmares doesn't affect that candle.
2: Oh, shit, never mind. Um, yeah, I don't know. This goes in a fun Terrell line build. Uh, it does things that Terrell like, like give you renown, and, you know, I'd I maybe use this on Night of the Flowers. I think he's a pretty good little candidate for this. Mm-hmm. A sneaky little Mare and Heat on him, you know? Um, then you can use him again for a challenge. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's not amazing, is it? It's no. fun. It's a fun card, not a particularly good card,
1: but yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's a decent It's a decent card. It's not going to really just auto-include itself, but, you know, you can do some fun things around it. It might auto-disinclude itself. <laughs> oh,
2: well, no way, bro. No way, bro. Not in <laughs>
3: Star Wars oh. podcast,
1: bro. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Hey! Oh
0: my God! We got I a rookie. Something to the cast. I mean, you guys got the star power. I got the stupidity.
2: Uh, I like that. That's a cool. You there.
0: Your,
1: can we move oh on to the God. next one? To Southern Messenger, uh, Dan. Southern. Southern Mesh- Souther- Messenger. Souther-run. Yeah. Wait. So who's doing so, this? Me. We're into Dan, the Martell. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so Martell. Nice.
0: Martel card. He is a character. Three cost. Intrigue and power to strength. Non-loyal, uh, has ally as a trait, ambush f- 5, and a reaction after Southern Messenger enters play during a challenge. Choose a participating character with fewer than two I- challenge icons and return that character
2: to its owner's hand. Aye, I really like this card. Yeah. I really, really <laughs> like
0: Captain
2: it. It's Captain Jank again. <laughs> it's not even Jank, man. It's not I even think Jank. It's just a good card. Mm-hmm. It fucks Nightwatch over, which are very powerful force of the matter at the minute, without even having to take I- icons off some of their characters. I mean, you can just ping Aemon back to hand quite happily with this little this little nugget. You why, can is, scoop... why is
3: Aemon participating in a challenge, bro?
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, shit! Sorry, I didn't see the participating in challenge. But... <laughs> yep, I... No, no. You've got Haldar, you've got Thorin, you've got all these monicons, uh, old forest hunters, and all your chuds. Though. All these little one cost guys. They um. You know, they all get hit by it. But anyway, even outside of that, um, I don't know if any of you have played with the Prince's Pass at all. That's a nasty little pass. Yeah, when you've got that sat on the board of Nymeria and your guy's got a bunch of characters staring down at you. They're all Bicons, by the way, most characters. The Tricons are not common in the game. Most characters are Monocons or they're Bicons. And you're saying, come at me, bro. Come on, do a challenge. Do a challenge. I'll take an icon with Nymeria. I'll lose it. And then I'll discard your guy. Uh, and this is basically the offensive version of that card. And you can do exactly the same, you know, between a rock and a hard place situation with it. Uh, and the other great thing about this is you could. Does Princess Pass first. make decks? Yeah, I put Princess yes. Pass in the, past the deck. Yeah, it's good. It's really good cards, man. Um, you know, you think, oh, well, you can save against it because it has a dupe. Well, yeah, how often do you see duplicates of your characters? You know, and even if you don't, you can strip a dupe of it for your Valor turn. That my friend, that's is, what I was going to say.
0: That's pro yeah. play right
2: there. Is you mm-hmm. actually do it to get rid of that dupe, and then yeah, boom. Yeah, kill it with valor. Um, so, yeah, the Princess Pass is good, man. I, pe- people haven't figured that one out yet, I think. But uh, it's, it's seen quite a bit of play in the UK. It's, it's good cards. And uh, I problem, think having the ability to. The do- problem is Martell's in a bad spot right now. But I agree that Princess Pass
0: is one of their good cards that will help them eventually get back to the limelight. They'll yeah. rebound
2: trust me they'll rebound yeah mm-hmm. uh, 100% the second Martell have a way of getting power quickly they'll be yep. properly as, as soon as the they have weapon. a good yeah. 6 or 7 cost character they'll rebound
3: yeah yeah it, it, they actually, just need a, they just need one or two good 6 cost characters yeah um, and also
0: Sorry, not guys. relying on uh, stuff that you need to attach attachments on and or the new Night's Watch cards, if there's ever like popularity with using a lot more of these characters that can be attached stuff on them. Yeah, I, they have so many powerful effects.
2: I, I think it's just the meta right now that's not uh... um, Just a couple other things about this card. It's obviously meant for use of Arianne. But even if you don't have Arianne, you are still probably paying five gold for Ariane, anyway. So even if you don't have Ariane, it's like, well, I'm just gonna, you know, I'll pay the the ambush is steep. It'd be better. It would be. I admit, admit it'd be better if the ambush was gold less. And I think that wouldn't be too too bad. strong either. No, um This is prob- an Ariane card. Yeah, it is is Ariane you can reduce as well. So I mean, yeah, ideally you're running three three. I mean, I, I'd like to see a deck with three Arians and three of this. I think that'd be well, a yeah. lot of fun.
0: But somebody, I, f- I forget who, in in your article review of, of these cards, um, with the scantrel, mentioned that uh, there's starting to be quite a few triggers that kind of more or less rely on Ariane, or people maybe that. maybe that's the trap. But people tend to rely on Ariane for the surprise and not paying for these high ambush costs. So I'm kind of wondering if uh, maybe we're talking about this one character that could be the savior for the faction. If they get another character that has an Ariane like ability, no. Even if it's just for whatever their turn or something like that, I I could maybe see Martel coming back quite a bit because there's a lot of these and they're pumping him and I mean you're relying on your your one single only well three copies of but Ariane. I don't know.
2: Yeah, you you it you're is, running Ariana's two or three generally in most Yeah, of course. Tricks,
0: and yeah. it, and it is it is a high cost ambush. I mean you're probably paying it for that one turn when you need it, but I mean if this card is ambush three, we'd see it everywhere.
2: Yeah. Yeah. it'd yeah. be stupidly good if it was ambush three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully they went uh, the other way a bit and we're like, No, 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 we need to we need to make it incredibly expensive. So
3: <laughs> so I so I,
2: you,
3: I kinda wanna mention and this is a spoiler for anyone who has not read the books it's not in this movie. It's not in the shows, but in the books. Uh, do you guys? Do you guys know whose head is reportedly in that box?
1: I was trying to think, think about that.
3: It's it's the mountains, and yeah, this mountains. guy fucks the mountain so hard. It's it's, you know, I am I'm, I'm often the only person who mentions Nedley effects on this podcast or whatever yes. this is, but I just love that. I love that this just this just ruins the mountains day. So hard, because he's a monocon. Unless you, unless you attach shit on him, he's a monocon. So uh, they attack, Aryan just jumps out, this guy comes in,
2: and the mountain and all his seven gold... It's back in your hand. I so, love. I do like the fact that the mountain is, is actually a shit card against Martel. It's like, oh, that's cute. You've got your little guy there. He, you're not going to use him once all game. He's going to sit there doing absolutely and, nothing. And
3: Prince's pass is the same. After he yeah. wins, you discard him before he gets to pillage anything. So it's it's... I I I really like that. I'm like, yeah, fuck the mountain. This guy fucks the mountain over. I I think they're gonna. I think they're really gonna start leaning into this less than two challenge icons thing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they release in the coming. Well, my one thing
1: about this card is that. Oh, sorry, this. Joe. My one thing about this card is that I just really like that it's not loyal. So you know, once they do it to you once, it's not like you're out of the water. You play that card again, and you're always fearing whether or not they're gonna do that to you. A second time, or potentially a third time. So I think that that's that's one thing to note about this. It's not. i sorry, okay. not unique. Not unique. It's not unique. Sorry. So you have to think about that happening more than once, and then you have that in conjunction with um, gas and gray being out on the board potentially. So it kind of throws you off of your game in in the sense that you don't know what challenges you can do or what you're willing to take back to your hand really, what you can afford to take back to your hand, and so they're just in your head that way, and, and it's a very easy way to tilt your opponent.
2: <clears throat> yeah and uh I, i've been trying to sneak this one in you can get it back with first snow which in turn knocks more of their <laughs> stuff off the board as well yeah. nothing is safe nothing. <laughs> that's kind of nothing up. is sacred <laughs> that's that's no. messed up man yeah so cool, cool card i like cool i card. like that Martel card um so next one showmar you get lingering venom
1: lingering <laughs> venom <laughs> I hate this card. It sucks. Alright, so, Lingering Venom. Attachment, zero cost. Obviously, it's Martell and non-loyal. It is a condition and terminal reaction. After you lose a challenge, place a Venom token on Lingering Venom. Then, if attached character's strength is equal to or lower than the number of Venom tokens on Lingering Venom, kill it. It's so annoying. Ooh.
3: I like it. I mean, obviously, <sighs> you don't use it on the mountain. No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh he but could. I, I Back to, just for
2: banter.
3: <laughs> well, it's just, yeah, just to reenact the uh, the slow death that he incurs in in the storyline. <laughs> but uh you know, I, I I like it mainly because it's it's. I imagine it's going to be kind of a chud clearing type of thing. I don't think you're going to put this on a big character too often. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you have other uh attachments that that your opponent's worried about, like, uh, for example, if you for some reason decided to run Night's Watch, Banner of the Sun, and you had Kraven's, well, now their confiscation is being taken up by Kraven's, this might sneak through and just eventually kill something big, you know, so, and uh, I will say it's really nice because um, it doesn't go away when it kills something, so Mm -hmm. if you had a dupe, you just remove the dupe then do it next turn, you know what I mean, or do it the next challenge you lose.
2: Mm. So yeah, it eats through dupes which is cool um, yeah, it, it does eat
3: through dupes and then you know you can obviously do a, <clears throat> you can obviously do like a Targ Sun deck if you want a Dracarys and quicken the pace of this card if you oh really my want God.
2: to the, the way the reaction works though is the character won't actually die from burn because the it doesn't reduce strength it's important to note that you know it means that you can kill that character quicker once the yeah venom's yeah, on. yeah
3: you can you can you can kill it quicker so you just dracara something and then it, you you basically tell your opponent they can't lose it ch- they can't win another challenge that round or that person dies yeah. which is you know it, it could have its applications and it could stall a game out and 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 obviously martel loves losing so
2: yeah they, they have other
3: shit that's doing that anyway.
2: Yeah,
3: I think that, it's a good card. I think it's fine. Yeah, it's it's compiling, and uh, I think
0: I see. I mean, there's already been a lot of comments on Facebook and on different articles, and it seems people are either um there was an expression I used a few a few casts ago was ni show, ni so I think they're either really hot for this card or really cold for this card. There's no like no middle ground. I mean, we don't, in general, I think people around on this cast don't play Martell that much. Maybe Dave plays a bit of everything and he plays it as a banner. So, I I don't know. Like, there's a lot of these Martell players out there that are saying, Oh, what are you talking about? This card's awesome. And you're right, it's got all the right triggers. And then everyone else who maybe doesn't play as much Martel right now is looking at it and saying, meh, it's okay, you know, it's another condition attachment. You can easily overwhelm your opponent with condition attachments or attachments, and people are generally only playing Confiscation. More and more now, everybody's on the train of Rattleshirt Raiders are garbage because their cost-for-strength ratio and they're not efficient, so... I hate I hate putting them in decks, man. I just think and I just think, whoa, whoa, what a fuck! What I understand, but there's also there's some there's some decks in which they work better than others, and and they're worth it. And I'm wondering if the fact that Wildling's going to be the the new, the new hotness right now, eh, if we're going to see more Rattleshirts in competitive or in good decks, uh, they serve their purpose. I, I don't know. To me, this is a well-designed card. I don't know that it's op. The cost is obviously very, very interesting. I know one thing's for sure is I'm gonna fucking hate it very soon when somebody plays it against me. Mm-hmm. And I can see somebody putting it on one of your big characters, and and you're just thinking you you start winning challenges. You win one, you win two, you win three, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh man, this time bomb's like fucking annoying. Am I really gonna bo- blow my confiscation on this? And next thing you know, whoop, they slip in a milk or. I don't know. I just see it as a pain in the ass, which is generally what Martel decks wanna do, so it's probably a good card.
2: Yeah, they like their lo- they're losing their losing triggers. Um, I don't know. I actually I actually don't know how good this card is. I'm I'm looking at it and my my brain screams that the the sort of safe spot for putting this on a character is probably somewhere within the region of one to three. Um you know one to three strength yeah. characters um I feel like that's where it's really gonna shine. I think once you get into fours and fives, you know there's ways to play around it you you can you only have to lose sort of you can you can get away of only losing what uh, you know um letting Martel only lose one or two challenges a a phase you know you can always oppose a challenge and they'll still win and it won't trigger then you know. Yeah. Um, but you, know, you have to start winning challenges eventually. Yeah, you do. You can't yeah. just
3: stop winning challenges because but you're not. Card's the
2: thing the is, board. you're not gonna. You're nah. not gonna be like this. Cards like I've got this card on my character. I'm just gonna. That's that's it. I'm shut down. <laughs> like, like, one <laughs> I'm <done>. right there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I love your so many, accent. Well. You know, it, and it,
0: it causes probably exactly what we've been crying about and wanting, right? I mean, everybody in the chat right now is mentioning all sorts of burn effects like uh, Astapor that's coming out or the Plaza or stuff like that. And yes, this does make this card better, but that's one specific deck. Yeah, that's it. I don't know if we're rating the card use, for right? one. And this is, and this in those is a, decks is probably awesome, but even just the fact that, like I say, you're losing challenges and you're watching this clock tick on your one of your main characters, it, it'll be annoying as fuck. I, I don't,
2: I don't know how much play it sees competitively, but I know it's an annoying card. My my, I think I said, like. What, what, I, what I was trying to do with it today when I was playing with it was um, I was playing against Baratheon and he had Crescent out. And I had Craven <laughs> and, I had, and I had Lingering Venom. I had, and I thought, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get him to use his Crescent on my Craven. So I played out the Craven and sure enough, it got Crescent. And then I put the Lingering Venom yeah. on, uh, on what's-his-name, on Crescent. I think you I did like, that the other way around. <laughs> uh, no, I wanted Creton dead I wanted him out of the game because I had another two Cravens in my hand I had all three fucking Cravens um, and I had Ireland Ravens on the board as well but you know like if you you can realistically get rid of two to three strength cra- characters quite easily by forcing losses like, let's say you attack with a bastard daughter or, or a chud and you're like right you re- are you really going to lose this chump challenge are you really going to lose it are you are going to let me win just because you've got this lingering venom on? you know I feel it's better with, with that, with those kind of like, you know, little crappy challenges to sort of make them, force them into difficult decisions rather than being like, I'm going to put this on a, a four-cost guy, just hopefully whittle him down over the course of the game. I just think that's like not really a particularly effective use of it. Um, and I don't, I, I honestly don't know like how, how good this is. I really yeah. don't. Maybe, maybe it will prove to be... <coughs> Highly irritating <laughs> for things like I can see it being really good on things like Arya, you know, Arya would hate this
1: fucking as card. Greg, yeah. as someone as someone Greg, in the as chat mentioned,
3: mentioned someone in the in the chat mentioned Bran. Bran. Yeah, it's a fucking throw that brand. on them. So
1: good on you, guy.
2: Chat man. <laughs> um, no, um yeah, Bran. <laughs> the so there are certain highly Felix Adam. Adam. There's certain really highly effective characters this card would be great on. Um so, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just not, it it doesn't scream it's incredible one way or another to me. I I think it's good, but I think you have to be a bit clever with it, you know. Yeah. So, we'll see. You got to work with it. You got to work. You All gotta right. Work,
1: make, it, uh, make it work for you. So, on to the next one. Uh, one quick thing. Lingering Venom with the new Eamon would be pretty fun. Just saying. Right.
3: Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we've got
1: Jane Poole. Jane Poole.
3: Who's, who's reading this We've saying? already seen this one, so I don't spend too much time on it's isn't it?
1: Um, I, Shomar, I've
3: heard yeah. Shamar
2: read like the last five cards. I have the well, best actually, voice, the last one, so right. I
1: can read everything.
2: You did lingering venom.
1: Uh, yeah. lingering venom was I don't even know, but that was
0: Shomar, so it's you now,
1: yeah. Yes, yeah, so. right. It's no, on your... no,
0: it's the other way. It was Day, and this is Shomar. So okay, uh,
1: yeah, so yeah, Jane Pool. We won't spend too much time because we've seen this card. It's been beaten yeah. into the ground. So Jane Pool. She's obviously unique. <laughs> uh, House Stark, non-loyal. Cost two, strength one, intrigue and power icon. She's a companion. Marshaling action: Sacrifice Jane Pool to return a lady character from your discard pile to your hand. She's handy. Uh,
3: <laughs> so, so I just, I just got Velard and my lost my dupe, my Catlin with seven power on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems pretty good to get that dupe back. Yep. For two gold it seems seems like a pretty good deal to me. Uh, yeah. yeah, Okay. I guess it, getting dupes, yeah. It's situational, but... And then, you know, shit like uh, marching Arya and then replaying her and getting her dupe back and...
0: Uh, stuff they're like putting, that. They're it's, putting a lot of effort in the Stark sacrifice stuff, and it mm-hmm. hasn't been panning out that well competitively, right? It's always fun. At a game night kit, there's always a guy who's playing it, and Fat Cat works off of it, but I mean, it's not winning uh, Gen Con or Stalik.
2: Not yet. No. no, no but... I, I, I think the Stark Fat Cat Sacrifice build is fucking good, man. And uh, It's fun. Oh, yeah. But I, I think it's I... better than fun. I think it's good. Bird? If you build it right, yeah, no, it's a good deck, that one. <laughs> um, Keep in mind Dan's title. The uh, Jagmaster
1: master. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: was going my fat Stark cat can... deck. I was saying like twenty five wins and five losses. At. I think well, I, I, didn't, I did enjoy watching you just performing. wreck Darren Hazeldin with that deck. I, I, you, you can win in turn two with that deck. It's, it's not to be. It's if you build it right, it's not to be fucked about with, man. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, Stark can rush
0: without the fat cat and the whole sacrifice thing. They can, yes. I will give you that. And, and we're talking about, I mean, sometimes it's risky, your board presence, whatever. I mean, we're already spending more time on a character that we know has good icon spread and an ability that's iffy, but I'm just saying that the whole Fat Cat deck is fun. There's always a guy there. He's going to win a GNK because he, he actually went 3-0 and or something like that, but take it to a
2: big tournament. Odds are you may go 3-3, right? Yeah, they... No. Anyway, that 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 aside, you know, she 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 definitely goes in that Fat Cat sacrifice deck. But really, if you're looking for uses outside of her, then she gets your lady juice. But the thing I don't like about her though is, is it's quite an expensive cost for to, to basically let's say so let's say you, we do your scenario, Joe, where you march Aria, yeah. So you've yeah. just marched Aria, who's three gold. Then to get Aria back, you essentially need to spend five gold, and that seems like. Quite a lot, you know. You play Jane, you sacrifice her. you get no, duped Arya,
1: duped Arya, duped Arya. Well, I think you're she's duped. You know. no, no, no. Oh, no. right. If you, right. if you march her, her she's you know, gone. Like, like, true. Yeah, That's yeah.
2: True. Or, or whatever. Let's say, let's say, whatever. You you, you, you lose a Sansa from your hand to intrigue claim, and you think, oh no, yeah, I really want you that. Yeah. <laughs> you are essentially paying an extra two gold tax to get that back. I think, yeah, it's an it's a very niche use, and I probably <laughs> I I probably would only play her star Stark got loads of good characters, haven't they? Um, I'd probably any player in the Stark Sacrifice deck personally. I don't know. She's good, but I don't know how much do you want those dupes or how much do you want those characters back. I'm not. I'm not really sure. I, I don't think she's that good personally.
3: I, I think in Tyrell Stark, you also like getting dupes of uh, Margin Charge or whatever that's Marge that's, or whatever that's, you want. That's, to
2: that's a fair shout. Yeah, and as a banner card, she's definitely definitely got a bit more application.
1: Yeah, you'll you'll yeah, find uses use for It's just
2: it. Lady, right? Yeah.
1: So Mm -hmm. I went to summer. Anybody? Summer. Yeah. Yes. Fantastic. Summer.
3: Bueller. Summer. Bueller.
1: Bueller. Summer. Joe. All right. That's
2: you, Joe. Summer.
3: All right. So one cost: Stark attachment, non-loyal. One cost. I said that direwolf, (laughs) unique Stark character only. A action: kneel, attached character to have it participate in a military challenge on your side. Limit once per challenge, and then it has the uh, the requisite action, pay one gold to attach Summer to a different character thing. So, yeah. uh, go on. If I'm giving great cards two thumbs up,
0: I'd give this one one thumb up just for theme. I enjoy how they're doing direwolves as characters but as attachments. I find that's actually interesting and intelligent, how they follow around the kids and they give abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, however, is not the best one of them. It's interest if if only the naval like ability, which is the one term, would not be on like the only challenge that Stark has no problems whatsoever <laughs> in having characters participate. They're giving them a lot of this military theme, which is okay, I guess it's faction identity, and I keep I keep complimenting them for this. But Stark so far is the only faction that has these naval like abilities. Mm-hmm. It's one of the Main reasons I played them when they had what was the little uh, two-cost character that actually did that with the direwolves also kennel master Yeah, yeah, yeah. the kennel master when the kennel master came out Stark was fun I don't know Mm -hmm. if I won a gazillion tournaments. I thought it was fun. The plot is great those things were cool. really, really
3: good for like two weeks. Yeah, yeah for a while, exactly. Yeah, it was weird how quickly that guy dropped. A good 10 off. days. He was, he was well, the, 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 the deluxe <laughs> box came out and everyone was like, wait, I can just play Fast Eddie? I'm just going to play
1: Fast <laughs> Yeah, totally changed how. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: um, oh, yeah, and for those who don't know, sorry to cut you off, uh, Naval in 1.0, it was just a little boat icon which was on your challenge icon, and all that it meant was you would initiate a challenge with whoever, and then you could Naval in a character after you see who your opponent puts in
3: cavalry for l5r players
1: there you go thanks uh, for you.
3: <laughs> card, <laughs> no, card games that. tend
0: to have abilities that are similar to this in this game right now they have not created the ability they tend to do it as an action like this it's interesting if ever the game if, if the game ever goes back to being very aggro like we, has, we had last year Maybe it'll see some use, but I don't see it... Uh, like I say, I love the theme, I love the card, I love the art, I love the idea, but I would prefer paying two for Ghost out of Night's Watch than paying one for this.
2: Mm.
3: I, uh, I I do want to point out that it gets around Cravens,
2: which is nice. So, you know. Yeah, so it is. Just... I mean, what, what you can't ignore about this effect um, is it has a Wardens of the West-like effect, and we all... Hate playing around that plot, don't we? You know, when they and, reveal that plot, you're just like, well, you're gonna win some form and, of challenge that so you want to win. You know. And BTW, oh,
3: BTW, you don't need <laughs> the awesome icon. No,
2: you don't, you need
3: don't need the icon. So Caitlin, core Catlin can just hang out in the military challenge. Make it yeah. so that you can't do put to the swords. You can't do. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of a lot like of this, a lot of the start decks that were playing uh,
0: Catlin that needed an effect like this. Uh, for a turn in an agro meta, we're using the plot, and mm-hmm. we're all paying for serio anyway. Yeah, so, so this I, is I just don't know. I, I'm it's, saying it's I... a good card. It, it, increase the cost to two, and make it that you can do it for any challenge
3: type. Uh, <laughs> nah. <laughs> Okay, it's funny how everybody, wants, everybody <laughs> wants good cards
0: for their factions, right? But well, that's what I'm saying. If it would be something like that, then everybody would be like, yeah, this card's bonkers. It's great. we got to remember, it's still an attachment. It suffers from the same the same hate that all the other attachments do and whatnot, you know? But I'm just saying, give it something more than this or change the icon or the challenge. Stark have a problem oh. with, with intrigue.
3: I, I don't know. It's...
2: It's yeah, not Intrigue would have um, been better,
3: but they're not an intriguing faction. They're not, they're, they're they're not good with... They're not good also, there's one, one
2: thing no one's mentioned with this card. There is definitely room for sneakiness here. You pay. It's yes. got the lady effect of moving it into gold. So, let's say you put Ice on, I don't know, a chud with a power icon, <laughs> and your opponent's like, what? You know, they forget about it. It totally spins them out, and then you If got you don't summon, see that summon. coming, then fuck
3: you. <laughs> yeah, hey, people stop,
2: miss please. stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, like you can get tunnel vision in games, you can be focusing on one thing, you can have threats somewhere else, you know, I'm just saying that the fact that you can move it around, you know, people, sometimes people look at that gold and they'll be like, oh, maybe he's got an event he wants to play, maybe he's saving it for nightmares and they'll just miss the fact that you can move the walls for gold, The fact that you have ice on Jane Pool. Dan, I, I too, Ice on Jane (laughs) Pool. I too enjoy playing
3: bad players. Um, (laughs) It happens. The, (laughs) <laughs> the, uh, the 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 one thing we haven't mentioned yet is that core summer is a great card. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, you, you use it to brand. go dig out a brand, or you dig out a Arya, or you dig
2: out a Sansa. Or whatever how how long does core summer stick around once they've done that? He doesn't. There, but every, doesn't, every yeah. Stark
3: start that plays one of
0: them. Yeah, yeah. yeah every so start you can have
2: one, one of each so. summer. You know, once one gets discarded, you, you know, you I, don't, probably, you know yeah. I don't, I don't you, actually you see you that. You could do
3: that. It's just a
2: matter of you know,
1: you don't want
3: to you don't want to be unable to get your brand because. This is attached to somebody, you know. I, I, I don't know. I, I think that like it, it's it doesn't suffer the same problems as other cards that have two copies, like Amon. Like it's really hard to get the second Amon into your deck because Core Amon's so great. That this doesn't have that problem, but it is kind of it's it's kind of a, a that's one of the first cards you put into a Stark deck in a lot of cases. Just one copy of Summer. Just to to dig into your pile whenever you need to for that. Copy
2: of Summer, stuff. copy of Grey Wind, and Time for Wolves. Never you can never go wrong with that little happy yeah. trinity of cards. But then yeah, but be, be, because Time of Time for Wolves exists, yeah. you don't really have to worry about playing this attachment. You can be like, well, I know I can't play the attachment until I've used Time for Wolves to go get Summer and get my brand back. You know, I don't really see an issue with the whole running one of each sort of thing. And you don't even have to play the Summer. The main issue with this Summer is is it is it worth a slot in your deck? Yeah, that's the question. And the answer to
3: that is, I don't fucking know. I don't play Stark. No, nah, it's not, I it's not, I, not I'm worth not sure. it. The, I real, think, I think the real combo is just Robert the Bennett. Caitlyn.
1: It's, if there it's all for core Caitlyn, it's not worth it. And I think that's what the, the biggest use that people are going to see is, is, you know, getting her to um, block any other triggers. And it's not worth it if you're going to put one card in just to work with another single card. It's... Mm.
0: We're going around in circles. It's a tricky card in a faction that doesn't play tricky cards. They play safe cards, they cancel your tricks, they're efficient, and they're fast. Yeah.
2: Going around
0: in a it's square. in the wrong faction.
2: In the square. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> All right, on to right. the next one right. Targaryen. Wait, 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 wait. Fine, fine. Who gets this? Dan, you get this. That's Rise me, from the ashes. Yes.
0: And everybody will be happy about this one, probably. It's a Targaryen card. Five cost, military and power icon, 10 strength. Dothraki Honor... Am I reading the right card? Is yeah. that what you're last yeah. 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 are yeah. Yeah, No, no just uh, a funny Dothraki card. Dothraki Honor Guard, which is non-unique, non-loyal. Traits are army, Dothraki, guard, no attachments. And the text says, Dothraki Honor Guard gets minus one strength for each card in your hand. Day.
2: Well, I think this is a pretty good card. <laughs> um, Targaryen players, they generally like to Play with slightly smaller hands I don't know I mean obviously like you you're punished by this card for draw you know so if you've got a draw in your deck which every deck does one you know you don't want to be like oh sweet I'm not gonna put any draw in my deck because I've got this fucking <laughs> lit 10 strength <10-stringed laughs> army you know I, I hear top
3: decking is very exhilarating
2: yeah, <laughs> we, yeah we've all been games where you've got you you've ended up lagging behind and you're sweating a bit and you've gone into top deck mode and then all of a sudden you just absolutely beast this guy in and you're feeling a lot safer after that, <laughs> you know. I, I think he's, I think he's uh, a great card. I, I've only just seen it's no attachments, uh, which I guess makes it probably better. But you know, this is almost one of those cards. Where, you know, there are certain cards where like, would I milk my own card? <laughs> you know, would I you nightmares own... your own card? Yeah, I would I, nightmare I, this guy on attack. But... Yeah, yeah <laughs> Why the hell not? I nightmares the Yoren's hound once. That was fun. <laughs> to stop him <laughs> bouncing back <laughs> at I, 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 yeah <laughs> that was really fun um, I like Nightmaresing the
3: Hound after they Harrenhal him in, that's one of my favorite plays oh uh, yeah, no,
2: that's a good one um, but yeah, no, this, this card is just awesome you're, you're essentially, you're probably gonna have you know, assuming, unless you've just done a Counting Copper's turn, in which case you're probably not gonna play this guy anyway, because you may not be able to afford it, or it may not just be the right thing um, I mean,
3: Slaver's Bayport, you can afford anything
2: yeah, I actually do want to say it's <laughs> same how much econ Targ have now. Like that, like, I just played a game versus Darren for uh, coming on this cast tonight, and he had um, he had seven or eight gold every turn. He had two Sla he had Slavers Bay Port, Beggar King, you know, uh, the fucking reducers, Rose Roads. I was just like, I just couldn't stupid. keep up with it. Yeah, it was nuts. I'm actually a bit worried about the economy situation in this game. If it continues to get to a point where it just snowballs and snowballs, um, it might become Great. a problem. Anyway, that's getting off topic. Great Focus ball. on the cup, co- huh? Great, Great ball. Yeah, ball. Yeah, that's coming too. Anyway, well, off topic.
1: I think um, one important thing to remember, and as we talk about economy, is the fact that this could make s- the Thraci see. More playable now, and so that's an even easier way to get it. in. you just win a power challenge, and you throw these guys in. It's not like they get discarded at the end of the of the challenge yeah, phase; they go they back to up. your hand to be directly mm. Seed again. So you can get them out in that way if that's what you need to do. And even if you had cards in your hand and they drop down to five strength, let's say, who cares? It's still five strength.
2: Yeah, as long as you're as long as you're uh, you're you have five or less cards this card is still good, you know? And if you, you know, at at four cards, it's it's great, and anything less than four, it's going to be a a, a very serious, a very scary, serious problem that you have to deal with. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and I I like it. It's just a a big, efficient, mean guy, isn't it? Um, Not too much to say on it, other than it synergizes really well with the other card they get in this box, but we'll wait till we get to that one. Yeah, that was one of the comments I'm going to have also, yeah. It so also synergizes
3: with Old Bear. Old Bear's going to love this guy. But, uh. Yo, yeah, the, true. You mean the new Old Bear? The new Old Bear. New yeah. old bear is going to love this guy. You mean that <laughs> terrible card? <cast? laughs> Give me that 10 strength character. Oh, damn it. I have eight cards in my hand. It's
2: crap. Yeah. Uh, the problem. one. She's going to be at two strength. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but, uh, 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 you know, in the, in the Wardens of Midwest Targaryen second cycle review, uh, we had. Uh, our friend Justin Sengstock talk about uh, the cards and he mentioned what the fuck's that guy's name the old man what's his name uh yeah, bro. Sell, 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 yeah. yeah, sell me? Selmy Barrison Yeah yeah Barrison Selmy Barrison Selmy Barrison Selmy you already like having few, uh, very few cards in your hand this guy this guy in tandem with uh with Barrison Selmy you'll you'll get his standoff most likely you know what I mean so uh, if you have if you have a, a, a low number of cards in your hand, I think that is it's good. I like it I think he's he's a he's another blunt object, but he's he's efficient He's nice and Targaryen doesn't really mind having a low a low card count in, in a lot of cases
2: No, and there's ways to sort of ping its card p- count back up as well mm-hmm. You know Danny can get a couple of insights off a turn with a <laughs> standy dragon and you got the rear in there as well That's another one, you know they can get cards back quite rapidly when their their pieces arrive on the board um, they 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 like to sort of burn through cards and replenish them very quickly. So, yep. yeah, I think depending on how clever you are with those effects, you can probably get quite a lot of use out of this, this guy without depleting your hand too much. Um, so, yeah, without compromising your, your uh, card advantage too much is probably a better way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan, any... any, any- any input from you there, everybody? See, <laughs> Any parting is, yeah.
0: words? <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the ones that caused a bit of a discussion in my playgroup because I'm not too hot on it. I'm, I'm I'm iffy. I haven't played Targ in a long, long time, so maybe I should. But you're right. Whenever I play against Targ, um, they don't have an empty hand for very long. Whether it's Danny on Insight, whether it's Doria, whether they're counting coppers uh uh fetching for characters a funeral power there's always it, it's it's one of them weird faction that's got like this this draw that's kind of attached to it There's <laughs> yeah it's sporadic but it's also um it's more like a support draw that you got to do something it's conditional but it's always there it's not a faction that runs out of cards so obviously when you look at the stats you look at the card, my dumbass, being so simple-minded, I look at it, I'm like, whoa, this is, like, efficient. What the fuck are we going to do about it? You can't, and it's not like the other armies where it's unique, so you could just tear tears of listed away or, or anything like that, right? But at the same time, it almost feels like you're penalizing yourself for playing smart and actually having cards in hand, right? <laughs> or you, you want this guy to be awesome, you're going to practically empty your hand, next thing you know, your opponent valors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you You're, want this guy. I don't know. It, to, to me, and everybody keeps telling me in my play, yeah, but this card with the other card. But this card with the other card that's coming up. And it's like, but you don't understand. They're they're not necessarily a tandem. Yes, one of them facilitates the other one. But the next card is actually great without this. Mm-hmm. So, the next card is fantastic. So, so let's jump card, into the next card. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's an awesome card. I need to fiddle around with Targa. <clears throat> I need to go back to Targ and see. But the next one. uh. Oh. I'm excited All about right. this.
2: And, and here it is. And, and who gets to read it? The Me, baby. Yeah, buddy. Me. Um, plaza of Pride. The Plaza of Pride. It's uh, the second plaza that Targaryen have got. I uh, hope they continue with plazas. Uh, it's a one-cost location. <laughs> uh, it's Aster Portraited, and it reads, Action, kneel the Plaza of Pride and discard a card from your hand. To choose and stand a character with printed cost X or lower, X is oh, high. three higher than the printed cost of the discarded card. So, at the very least, at the very worst case scenario, you can stand a card that's four cost. That's oh. that's what I that's what I get from it. Unless it's a zero cost <clears> event, <throat> you stand. unless it's a zero cost three. event. But you're probably not discarding it, zero. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. You're probably yeah. not discarding. It. <laughs> what have you got there? You know, you got ra- you're not gonna be getting rid of your raiding the Bay of Isis for this. You're definitely not gonna be getting rid of your hands, judgments to stand a guard, and they. Eh? You're probably just, you just chuck i a, a I'm for just it correcting stuff.
3: your worst-case scenario, bro. Sure.
2: I got sure. you back. Sure. I got you. But it's it's very very powerful, and it's not it's non-loyal as well. So this is gonna be this this actually uh, gives. A bit of life to the the dragon banner, which is uh actually one of the crappier banners in the game at the minute. You know, um, I m- remember when Ryan had to play a stupid Martell Dragon charity deck, which he didn't get what, to choose. What um, was the banner
3: of the NA champ at Gen Con?
2: Banner Dragon. <laughs> yeah,
3: what Oh it was. Oh shit, yeah. my bad. It was, a, I, it, it, I was, I was Dragon to, is a dead
0: build, man. I was trying yeah. to help you prove your point, but I failed but di- yeah. different meta, different deck,
2: though. He was oh, using remember, the, the when, aggro stuff. When Miri was good, and you couldn't just batter her <laughs> off the board next turn, there was yeah. literally no way of saving her other than her own duplicates, which you never drew into because they didn't really have very good draw, bro. you know, take a play play that game, bro. Dragon Banner is crap at the minute. Because oh, is that, is that true, bro? Yeah, this makes it better, though. This and the army make it a yes, lot better. Yes. Yeah, you know, I... Anyway, it's not my turn to discuss this card. It's a, it's a
1: Um As Dan said, I think that this card is great even without having to play the Dothraki Honor Guard. <clears throat> um, as far as jank goes, my my jank for this was to play this with Greyjoy and then make... <laughs> Shocking. And make... Uh, <laughs> real, real but, but listen, but listen, guys, <laughs> listen. And then it would make playing ours is the old way reasonable, <laughs> because you drop ours is the old way for four. Use it to stand your on, and then you can stand all the sevens and you're good to go. So I think this is fantastic. I love this card. It's great. all you need, all you need to do is include a couple of these, three of
2: ours is the old way for sure, Which <laughs> <laughs> basically serves as fuel for it.
3: And then Shamar you to go. has a really bad habit of giving awful advice about cards like <laughs> this podcast Look like, like the... The <laughs> like at the stupid little fucking to ambush weapons it's a great hey, card if
0: you're yeah, a new and then player ambush ice. keep three so that you can always threaten to ambush ice you're gonna keep three gold to ambush <laughs> ice uh, they'll on, never guys. defend
1: you gotta think All outside the, the nice. box if you're a new yeah, player I... and you know we just talked about how great raiding the bay of ice is now you can take two locations in one turn just by, you know, dropping this card to restand are on and you know you just have to find your ours the old way and take it out of your book your book that <laughs> you know you're using what? to bookmark pages if, and you're good to if, go. If you're a new player and
0: you're coming to the Montreal to the Le- Laval BD Cosmos regional, please listen to Showmark. And I hope I have to slate you in the round robin. Hey, and what I hope you win. I hope you win Swiss. off
1: that shit. <laughs> One extra Swiss. renown and you're good to go. Bet.
2: Let's, let's focus on actual M faction Like, Targo, uh, I feel like they're this sort of silent force in the meta right now. They're not really everyone's favorite. They're not the most played. They're not really considered the strongest, strongest faction. But they, they've started to get good cards now. And they're just sneaking in. And all their old themes are getting better. And they've got so much fucking stand. It's, it's infuriating now. They've they got so much have stand. They've yeah. Got, got, yeah, they've got economy and stand. And those are two... Really, really powerful,
3: powerful.
2: Yeah. So, um, you know. So my my initial reaction when I saw this card was, this is
3: bad Astapor. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that was that was a dud. I'm sorry about that one. Anyway, um, I the first th- the first thing I actually thought was that I might want to run Night's Watch Dragon because of this card because yes. uh, Baratheon such a big problem, and I know I just made fun of Shamar for. Sliding it into his faction, but I just did the same thing. Yeah, but, but you, uh, it's, it's it's a different <laughs> combo, though, and it's in a different faction.
0: Yeah, oh, it,
3: no. you know, Night's Watch's biggest weakness, obviously, is Baratheon, Neil, and this would be a really easy way to uh, to to assuage that problem. So I don't, I don't know I, that that's my that's my take on it. It's good it's good against Baratheon, and I fucking hate Brathian.
2: So what would your other ten Targaryen banner cards be? in your Watch fealty deck? No, oh. sorry, in your Watch wall deck that was running banner dragon. Oh, I'd only need
3: nine others. First of all, I see so you'd have
2: this. This is a three of them. Boom, boom. Are you fair.
3: kidding? Well, wow, why not for the cost? Yeah, I'd I'd replace Castle Black with this card. I think. I and suppose, you know what's great? Yeah, that's fair enough. Actually. Yeah,
0: I mean, okay, I play a lot of Destiny. Okay. And one of the fun things in Destiny is your cards have two purposes. You can actually play them and pay for them. Or you can always discard them to re-roll the fucking dice because it's a dice mechanic and yeah. it kind of helps stabilize your dice. So you're getting two abilities out of card. See, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm not as keen on the army as I am on this because this actually helps you and gives you something for playing smart, keeping cards in hand, and helps you if you're drawing well or if you're playing well. So if you're playing this in a banner in a faction that draws a lot, whether it be Night's Watch, mm. Tyrell, any faction where you're drawing and you're making decisions and you're converting converting these cards into using them for a different effect, it's a smart play. And if you got this as a three of, you can always chuck it, and then it says, oh, three higher than the printed cost. You could actually use this on a four cost character.
2: It's just the use itself.
0: So right then and there. So so see, this is great design. This is a smart play. If you're slotting in for the, the stand tech in a faction that's got a lot of draw. Yeah. And that's just relating one game to the to, from to the next. When I saw this, I thought of Destiny. And there's so many cards. Sometimes, oh, we already have this or this or this. Who cares? You're drawing into them. You're 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 getting rid of the stuff you don't want. You're chucking it to this card. So that's why I believe that this card does not need to work with the army. Whereas people are kind of telling me it works the other way around. But you're right. I could see it in Night's Watch. If you're going for a stand build in Night's Watch and you want to stand. This Illyrio, whatever is their next stand tech. Yeah, really? they
3: got loads of it, man. Lot of you stand. can you can run a fourth set of one costers. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> That'd
2: be Very nice. nice. Um, yeah, it's it's probably the standout card of the box for some. I don't know if I go that far, but it. I know a so you lot of just went that none, far. None, I've, I've maybe heard, it none night. I've heard it cards. Yeah. yeah, of non nights Watch yeah. cards, maybe.
3: Yeah, yeah. Out, out of non nights Watch yeah. cards. Uh, uh, of, of factioned cards, I would say it's one of the best, yeah. With, yeah, with Mario, Seaworth, and Raiding the Bay of Ice, I think this is it's one true. of the three it's... or four best factioned cards. And you okay. wait till Astapor and, uh, and
2: Grey Worm come out, and you'll be seeing a lot of Targ around. May, I will be running Lay Siege in all of my decks for that <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Fuck.
3: Yeah, I, I could definitely
2: see that. that. Yeah. Um anyway, on to John Farceway. Who's gonna do John so He
3: Does sound bar. like kind of a prick, doesn't he? He's so bored.
2: Yeah. There's a there's a there's a footballer from the eighties here called John Fashione and um, none of you will absolutely none of you will get the reference. <laughs>
1: nope.
2: There's a British comedy called Day Today that ridiculed John Fashionou with his name and they sounded it sounded like John Fashionou. And I just look at this guy and I think of that. He's he's always gonna be John
1: Fossway for me. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, anyway, I, think say, is, I think this card is me, right? Because uh, yes. the last one. So we've got Sir John Fossway. It's Tyrell. Uh, four cost military and intrigue with four strength. He is a knight and he is non-loyal. This is very easy. While Sir John Fossway's strength is five or higher, he gains <laughs> renown.
2: You mean he only has to gain one more strength that he has in order to have renown? Well that's uh, just crazy, man.
1: <laughs> Disgusting. So the,
3: the most interesting part of this guy, of this card is the fact that the Fossaway House's sigil is an apple. I mean <laughs> honestly, the the text itself is so mind numbingly boring. Oh it is, uh, isn't it? This is a really boring card. This <laughs> is the driest card in this entire box. Just so, so, like cool. oh, four like, four for four, two icons and whenever I pump them, he gets renowned.
2: Yeah, Yeah. fantastic. What you may not know about this card, though, Joe, is that it has not one, but two icons. And (laughs) occasionally, yeah, when you enter into a scenario, let's say as a Tyrell player, when, I don't know, they have a lot of strength pumps, for example, and you can actually make his strength exceed its printed strength. So he goes up to, you know, five, six, maybe even nine in a crossing build if you're going right out there. What happens then is he gets renowned, Joe, and that helps you win games.
3: Do Terrell cards? Do they have pumps? Do they have strength pumps of any I, I, I hear it's a
2: thing. I mean, I, I can't be sure. I mean, I,
3: okay. I mean, if you say, uh, hey, if you say so, I. <laughs> you, I, know, I, I, I
2: up, you know, hands up. whatever you say. You know what? Do we makes even? This do we have to even have to spend late? Like, sorry, go it's going down. You on, know
0: sorry. what makes this card
2: better?
1: That's um, his name. I'm saying there I'm, are no men, there, like me. no men like me. There's no men like me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yeah, for the one. Dad,
0: no, no, you're right. I mean, it's a good card. It's an efficient card. It's a Tyrell card. It's a one of in Tyrell decks.
1: Move on. Move S- on. Excellent. John the honey process. wine. Let's go, Joe. Yeah, mm, honey the for honey, money.
3: The honey wine. All right. Very go. It's a non-loyal House Tyrell location. Two cost. The reach traded reaction. After you win a challenge by five or more strength, as the attacking player, the honey wine gains one power. Dan. <laughs> so again boring. more of the
0: same yeah. good card boring card strength matters is a theme that I'm happy they're bringing back for Tyrell because it's a faction identity but okay we're just making Tyrell faster and <clears throat> it's, it's, that's it Good card. I, I love that
3: they're making Tyrell faster because they're really slow. If you guys do, yeah,
2: I <laughs> fucking love this.
3: It took out. until like what turn three to win with them. It's <laughs> fucking sad. It makes me sad watching them. What like, a oh. whole fifteen minutes. I know it's a whole fifteen <laughs> minutes it, to win with this faction.
2: Can, can we just go over how I actually like worryingly strong Tyrell R faction <laughs> yeah. now? I mean, like you know, the whole top four of Patala was Tyrell decks.
1: Oh, three I mean, of which
2: were the same deck. They were all Terrell Crossing. There were three Terrell Crossing, and a Terrell uh, Night's Watch deck, which is actually just a, I think, a false banner uh, wall deck. Um, and yeah, that's that's that speaks volumes to me. You know, mm-hmm. this this sort of shit like Randall. There's so much redundancy for Randall now that you have to be building your deck really, really stupidly if you can't get at least. Two, to run out on him a turn yeah if you can't get yeah, both of his stands off and you can be in two challenges you know you're doing something wrong and i know i can't i can't speak about it because I'm one secrecy, but they are getting another location later on in this in this cycle which is more strength pump um so there's more redundancy coming um i love, you
3: know. how, I love how dan people tell him secrets and he just <laughs> says i know a secret but i'm not going to tell you the secret
4: no.
2: Complete defeat completely defeating the purpose of this a fucking secret.
4: <laughs> I, I,
2: I, I never reveal who my sources. A Magician never revealed can, so, you know. can, can I be Captain Obvious again? Sure. sure. Please do. <laughs> you know what this is? Welcome to the meta
0: swing. We mentioned it in the last, in part one, right? One of the ways you beat the clock decks is you go Rush. Mm. Maybe we're starting to see that Rush is going to become something. And when all these Tyrell decks, all these Stark decks... A bunch of crossing decks start coming out. The meta's going to switch. That's what's going to win. We're going to have to adjust our play style. I agree that it's a scary build because right now, none of my decks are really equipped to deal with it. We played a GNK two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I was playing Barakraken. My fucking Barakraken is a stupid-ass, fast Barakraken. And I was playing against Terrell Stark, and I couldn't even keep up with him. And that was my only loss. The guy went 4-0. So this is where the meta is going. We're going to have to adjust. Well, I don't know if it's this where we're going, but I'm I'm guessing, right? Because how do yeah, you It,
2: off it off. is. It is. The, the stall decks have been a thing for so long now. Everyone's fucking pissed off. Exactly. Having to get stalled out, and then everyone's naturally gravitating towards rush decks. And obviously, this card slots right in. Along, it's like it's kind of like another. It's the Street of the Sisters, isn't it? It really reminds me of. You pay an extra gold for it, but you don't have to kneel your faction cards. But it's essentially the same trigger, and you and you're can still theoretically
3: it. do it more than once.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, no. you you can and, do it.
3: But if you're <laughs> winning really more than charge. one challenge by five every single and like on a turn, it's like. <laughs> it was. It was already. What the fuck, fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah what is playing. your What is your opponent even doing? What is their <laughs> game
2: plan? Exactly. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I I I I think there's quite a few factions. that could probably build quite good rush builds now, Joe. I'm actually going to talk. To one with you, uh, talk about one with you in private after this podcast because this is actually giving me an idea. But um, anyway, secret secret tech.
1: All, yeah. right. Uh, All right, onto Rattle on. Shirt.
2: Onto the neutral card. Then is the
3: master
1: of secrets. Rattle Shirt. This is me. Uh, it's me, isn't it?
0: Thirty-nine. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, I jotted them down. Me. Yep. All yeah. right. So we have a our first neutral character. Six cost. Military and power. Is he... Rattleshirt. Oh, there you go. Is he what? Yeah. Are you, no, you no, good, Dan? Yeah, I'm okay. There you go. Hello? Yeah, yeah. are good. Carry on, Carry You're all good. So I, say, so I said unique. His name is Rattleshirt. He has the trait Wildling, obviously. And Textbox says, while Rattleshirt is attacking alone, each character without attachments cannot be declared as a defender. <laughs> you want me to read the flavor text, or shall we move on today?
1: <laughs> 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 we can go on. You can
2: read the flavor text, Go on. <laughs> you, you make him you'll probably make him sound very friendly with your accent though. Yeah, I French. He'll be so I'll he'll be so polite. F- friendly friendly wildly. <laughs> yeah. um, I'll blow the flesh far.
0: off of you and make <laughs> okay, I can't anymore, I'm laughing.
2: Right?
0: <laughs> 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 Ooh.
3: Um Yeah, this card. I'll, I'll blow the flesh off you, buddy i make a Bernie it. from your ribs, friend. I'll talk <laughs> your teeth to cast me runes, guy. Yeah. And eat, <laughs> and eat me out and porridge from your skull, buddy.
2: Yeah. That's um, I, I don't... I, I have mixed feelings about this card. I think he looks very, very solid. I think Greyjoy would probably quite like him. Um, he's got a few glaring problems, though. Um the fact that he is a wildling only, so he's got no—he's not a lord or anything. He can't put bodyguards on him. He's going to be difficult to save, um, and he's expensive as well. He is very good if you want to force through some uh, win by five triggers, run the post challenges. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, he's, he's probably quite like a little solid auxiliary one of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you're probably—I don't know if you're running this guy at three. You know if if you lose if you lose your if you put him down early and then he gets ballad or something and then you've got two more dead copies of him in your hand you're probably going to be a bit pissed off I sort of see him going into into the kind of yeah unopposed or win by five gray joy decks where you've got extra sort of saves on on the table like iron mines and you can you know, make make him last a bit longer um but yeah they've they've got so much good stuff in their decks anyway that he's in most factions, really, he's going to be struggling for a slot, isn't he? You know, he's good. He's a good card. But I don't know. I, I'm not i am not 100% there with him, you know? And also the fact that Bodyguard exists is, and very, very popular right now as well, might I add, is a bit of a fucking problem for him. You know, if this was back in the Halcyon days of Cycle 1, where basically the only attachments you were seeing were Milks, <laughs> then yeah, great. This this guy would be awesome. Um, but... I don't know. Yeah. He's not, he's not really cutting the
1: mustard for me at the minute, I don't think.
2: Small. <laughs>
1: do uh, I pretty much agree with Day. Even in an unopposed deck, you know, you might fit one in, but chances are you might even overlook him. Um, It would be nice to have him in and, and have Pike already on the table to give him the added ability to stealth a character with an attachment and then mm. not have to worry about anybody else, but then that's getting into you know having to have a, a nice board set up before he's very useful. So that kind of is unfortunate. Um, crossing deck. He'd,
2: he'd be good in a crossing deck. In a crossing. Challenge. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. There, he's have a, a niche there, perhaps.
1: Crossing for last challenge. Yeah, that, that's true. Or even the first challenge because you know that you had a deficit and you uh, true, might want to win it for whatever reason. Um, but <laughs> overall, I don't really see myself, you know, I'm not really too excited off of this one.
3: So I uh, I was watching The Second Sons, which for those of you who don't know, it's Roy Rogers and Aaron Glazer and uh, some other people talking about it. And, and um, I, I listen to them because they're the funniest hy- hyperbolic or Hyper- hyperbole- hyperbolic. Yeah, hyperbolic. Yeah, whatever it is. Hyperbolic. Hyperbolic. <laughs> they are some of the most hyperbolic people I've ever listened to on a cast. And it's just funny to me and they're they're saying this card is the most broken card ever, <laughs> <laughs> and it it should it should be considered like the impetus for a restricted list and, uh, <laughs> what and things like that they're saying like uh um neutral right, that... neutral must includes are dangerous, and this guy is a neutral must include and I, I i actually had a conversation with Aaron, uh a, a a rather lengthy one uh after I heard him say that. And it, he he kind of threw a tantrum and started calling me an idiot and everything like that. But well, typical Aaron Glazer. Aaron the stuff. only one saying that. But uh, what was Aaron the only one saying that on the cast
0: or the other guys also? Because I mean, there's that, some good players
3: on them. that cast. They kind of I don't know if it's because they're not willing to contradict Aaron or if they're just kind of a little a little hive mindy. Mm. Uh, but he said like this is restricted list, right? And everyone's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I the they, they weren't.
2: Sorry,
3: go I, I think it's just. I think they just realized it's not worth arguing with Aaron. Okay, because I was going to say Chris
0: and, and Lucas and all the SoCal meta is a competitive meta and they're smart, you know? I, I agree the effect is powerful, but we've got to be careful.
2: I mean, there's some downsides to this card, too. Yeah, no, I, I, I told you. A, a couple of questions about Aaron. Not to get off topic here. Does he, he doesn't even play the game at the minute, does he? That's he what does. he says. He, 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 he plays. Play. He, does he, does play, so. right? he, does. he sounds like a rambling old man in some of his, like, you know, um, yeah, that's the character <laughs> there's, there's no <laughs> need
3: to, there's no need to sidetrack it further, but I, I Aaron, has a lot.
2: <laughs> Aaron has, Aaron,
3: uh, one thing I've heard people say is that his first impression of a card is absolute garbage. But then after he tests something, he typically comes up with a pretty good reasoning. And, I, and, it, and it sounds like he has not yet played with this card. Fine. That's Fine. my impression based on that description of him. And it, it, it's true because, uh, you know, fish whiskers, people were saying that, like, this is basically just a fish whisker so you don't need a winter plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, shit like nightmares him, milk him, Craven him. Yeah. Uh, have a fucking attachment, bodyguard, like you said. Anything, him. Uh, yeah. Practice blades
2: are very <laughs> Anything, top. yeah. yeah um, so just... I mean, the crown attachments that Terrell liked. Every faction has a beggar king, you know, that Targa running attachments, you know. Attachments uh, are pretty widespread and pretty...
3: There's not a a ton of positive attachments, but there are enough that I don't think this guy gets out of control. Bodyguard.
2: Bodyguard. Bodyguard. Bodyguard in every fucking deck. There's Bodyguard. I'm sorry, he's just not... Like, once upon a time, he would have been a really scary card. And even the Fish Whiskers comparison, man. Like, if you have a winter plot and no summer plot, there is fuck all you can do apart against fish whiskers apart from nightmares. And that is scary when you've got two claim winter plots coming at you, coming down your throat, um, and they're just hitting you with like two claim military on famine turns and uh, you know all, all the other nasty shit. That's scary. This guy, you know, could got an attachment at the minute. <laughs> but
0: my see, the other thing is it's kind of counterintuitive whenever you're playing, let's say you're playing playing milk, right? Because your own attachment are actually helping with defenders but on a bigger board i could see the impact of you, you he you could say he has impact on a small board but you mm. have one or two bodyguards on a bigger board fine those two characters can defend i'm going to throw in another guy and this guy boom there's a 10 strength military mm. i mean there are some uses to this guy he is fucking oh. annoying Well, and he only he only
3: works when attacking alone
0: though yeah by you're right and when attacking alone so i got to be careful because unless uh, you're I playing summer Obviously. No, no, you're right. But and and he does he does work well with your rattle raiders. So that's kind of giving them value. And if you're going the wildling thing with more cards that trigger off a wildling and more wildlings that are actually good, because let's be frank, a lot of the wildlings were kind of garbage or chud. Joe, dude.
4: <laughs> okay,
0: you could be Joe. I'll be Frank. We'll have Day and we'll have Shomar. So it depends, right? I mean, there's use to him, especially if you're going the the wildling route. Uh, he does work well with
3: the new Jon Snow, being a wildling, but I don't uh, think I... that he's broken. Oh, but you keep mentioning all these things where he's attacking with other people. When he's attacking with no, no, other no, people, okay. he's a blank six for five. Yeah, okay, that's true. But, I mean, <laughs> you, have that, you have the potential of either... Y-
0: Oh, man, you guys, it's guys, like every ability is only an ability, right? That's the only thing that card does. Whenever you play a card, you're only playing that card. You're right, Jon Snow. You could use him, then you can stand him, and then you can use him again, right? <laughs> I mean, we're playing these yeah. cards. It's a game. John, we're making John, decisions, right? That's, that's John your call.
2: Jon Snow has to be attacking with someone in order for the, right? uh, the okay. effect to have anything. Maybe can it's
0: they, my French that's not coming through. You're yeah, right.
2: No. I'm attacking <laughs>
0: him and Jon Snow, and then either stand an attacking wildling character or stand a defending Night's Watch. I'm going to choose this wildling character, and I'm going to attack him. Okay, I'll do military with Jon Snow, and
4: right, yeah, I'll like, stand
0: him, and then I'll do a power, right? That's what I'm saying. I mean, there's combos. We're playing I mean, a game. We're making decisions. He's not totally shit is what I'm saying. There's no. There's reasons to play
2: him. I don't think anyone anyone here said he was shit. He's i just, just shit. No, I not, just he's not I shit, know. he's just expensive. He's just niche use. No, he's the, quite easily counterable by a very popularly played Saturn at the minute. Yes. And I just think there's too too many pop there's, maybe there's one build that he goes at like crossing like the crossing identity, an argument for it there. Um I just don't the, think making he's he's not making those slots over in faction six costs, which are pretty great for all things considered, you know, I'm not, I'm not putting this guy in over Corin. You know, you're probably the, the, not putting him in over Tari, and I, shame, I'm fucking know. Yeah. not The, 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 the
3: hyperbole, the hyperbole squad also mentioned uh, Great Hall. You know, this guy's a six cost. Great Hall is everyone's tugging, tugging themselves off of a
2: Great Hall already. They really, you know? they are. They're, they're loving it. They're, oof. but
3: yeah,
2: anyway, whatever. It's not yeah. even out yet. We'll worry about <laughs> that when it comes to it. Anyway, next, He's all right. next,
1: next one, Dalla. and that is day. Um okay so Dalla
2: is a five cost wildling with uh, intrigue and power icons strength 3 uh, wildling traded, obviously
3: god we have so many cards left
1: we're no. good we're good
2: we're fine mate we're fine reaction after a wildling character ends his play under your control uh, under your control draw one card limit once per phase so she is, yeah over to you Shimara
1: uh she's expensive but she's free draw I mean it's decent if you're playing a wildling deck and you have you know you have a ton of wildlings out then fantastic you're not going to play her in like a deck that's just running three wilding scouts because she costs too much you're not going to get her effect off so what's the point I don't know it opens up the idea of playing the wilding decks because now we have a whole slew of them so I mean I like that that aspect of it but um, in the grand scheme of things is she going to be very useful probably not
2: She's, um... yeah, she's I, quite
1: uh, decent, She.
3: I saw I saw some people comparing her to Littlefinger. I think that's pretty apt.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's
2: the Littlefinger uh, that lasts more than a turn,
1: and he comes <laughs> out much easier.
2: With yeah. A noble.
3: Being a lord, yeah, but yeah, but then then this doesn't get the the gold and everything like that. But it's just draw draw off of a a relatively good body. Uh, by the, I think this is one of the best. I think this is probably the best by you can ask for an intrigue power. You know, I, uh... um, five three though. Granted, because yeah, yeah, five helps, three's not. It
0: fantastic. helps factions that actually need that Yeah, yeah. But the the two icons and it's neutral draw. I mean, yeah. and she, every, she she triggers herself. She does she work off play. of herself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and most of you guys don't play Lannister, but almost maybe not every, but almost many of the Lannister decks are playing Littlefinger right now because Lannister's one weakness is well, actually she helps with two. Right, she's got the power icon and Lannister doesn't draw very well.
2: No, this actually, Dan. Do you know what? That's that's quite insightful of you there. Um, I think this character. No, no, no. It's a really. It happens. Thing. It happens. I was, you know? I was looking. I was looking at this character, and I was thinking. Um, you broken know, oh, clock, so was, right? No, I was just thinking. Fucking. Uh, oh, everyone's gonna like think this is oh, this, this is great. This is the car we've been waiting for the, to make Manta raider finally good. And I think Mans is shit personally, but um, and I don't think this car makes. me Um, but. I was thinking, you know, who, how else can you cons- consistently get wildlings in multiple phases and what faction you do that? And, yeah, it's Lannister, the Harrenhal bollocks. So, yeah, that's a, that's a totally, totally well, fair she's not a
0: Lannister out. character, right?
2: No, no, but you, let's say you had yeah. Lannister wildlings, like the Kiddo Hearts deck of old, yeah. You marshal a wildling, bam, that's one card. And then Harrenhal in a second one, bam, that's a second to Lannister. Yeah. Could reliably be drawing two cards a fa- uh, two cards a turn from this. And that's yeah. That's pretty I, good. I like that
3: it's once per phase, mentioning. so you can do it in marshalling and then again in challenges. Yeah. Right.
2: If if you even if you're just getting a card off her a, a turn, you know, you you ideally want her on the board longer than two turns together. And, and but by the way, there I don't think there's any wildling
3: Lannister characters, are there?
2: No, I don't think so. Not yet. <laughs> <but> you <laughs> can't You you, <laughs> you, yeah. you
3: know
0: you know what else this facilitates is fact checking you.
2: Uh, that's good, Jay. Thank God you're here. Thank God you're here. <laughs> um,
0: people were throwing in these wildling bills for fun whenever the meta was kind of stale. Uh, mostly out of Tyrell, but I saw a few others, whether it be Lannister stuff, so you had more neutrals and you'd just keep a little bit of those, so this facilitates that. We're finally getting good wildlings which aren't just Mance with the big body, the, three, the Tricon and the Renown,
2: so yeah, uh... It's a good card. It'll
1: she's, be fun. She's dees. She's dees. Yeah.
2: Do you, do you, I have a feeling they'll probably introduce more wildling cards that allow you to, either to ambush in wildlings or bring them in somehow in yeah. different phases. That's what this card says to me. And if they do yeah. that, then I think she gets a hell of a lot better. Um
0: Did, didn't 1.0 actually have a wildling agenda at
1: 1.2? I'm asking
0: the wrong guy. I know, but Shomar is the only I guy... Can't, I can't playing.
1: remember there being... I know there were, like, Wilding-specific decks. I just can't remember the agenda. Okay. So anyway, if
0: there, if there was, they're kind of heading in that direction, which is okay. I, I wouldn't mind having neutral decks. It'll add some flavor, and
1: if not, well... They all suck balls, though. But yeah. that's another story. So, Crow Killers, uh, speaking of 1.0, they reuse this art, which pissed me off. Because I hate when they pull in 1.0 art. It's terrible. How dare they? So, Crow oh, Killers, yeah. another wildling, uh, military and intrigue again, two strength but three costs time. Crow Killers does not kneel when declared as an attacker against an opponent whose reserve value is higher than yours. Screw you, Night's nice Watch. Suck it. Yeah,
3: they're, they're, they're definitely Crow Killers. You know, you just do two, two standing challenges with, uh,
1: two strength and This lose.
3: guy, you know, it, it works great with, uh, retaliation because you got four reserve on that plot and,
2: uh, you know it's, it's
1: nice yeah
3: it's,
2: I mean
1: you're not winning
3: a, the challenge
2: it's a cost slot isn't it this guy he's, he's, the cost
3: slot is garbage yeah
2: but and he's, and, if, you're,
3: if you're running a lot of two clean plots that have low reserves it's gonna fit in
2: yep. yeah yeah I'd, I'd say that's probably the one the one kind of deck that goes in I mean but w- how many decks do that now? <laughs> <laughs>
0: not many, but there is always one that keeps coming back, which is a mini curve uh, two claim plot. And I could see somebody slotting this in. Yeah, the oh, Greyjoy gosh. Winter
3: deck that Whamma uh, uses probably likes this card quite a bit. Yeah,
2: no, that uh, no econs <clears throat> for you. Yeah, I guess it does go in there actually. And my friend, uh, my friend Matt Such, who had a really nasty Greyjoy Winter deck, he'd probably like this as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's okay. I am not. It doesn't. It doesn't. It make me froth at the mouth of excitement. Um, you don't, you don't, uh, you don't cream your jeans over it. I don't. <laughs> I don't wearing, no I'm creamy not jeans. Wearing jeans at the minute. So no jeans <laughs> are very much clean after looking at this card. Uh, <laughs> well, they're they're in the closet, right? I mean, I think it's God. You know, I don't it, spending loads of time on cards like this isn't isn't particularly interesting because you know stand uh, non neal is always great. Um, it's just a shame that the body that this is attached to
1: is not. The best. But. All right. So your,
2: your response is whoop de doo,
3: Basil. It, it's a little bit, much, really. much. So,
1: on to Frozen Shore then. Mm-hmm. And that is to Joe. Uh,
3: neutral location, two cost. The Frozen Shore, unique. The North trait, again. Wonderful trait. Reaction mm-hmm. After you win a challenge, kneel the Frozen Shore to choose and stand one attacking wildly
2: character for each winter plot card revealed. Mm-hmm. I, I love stand. I love stand too. So it really feels to me like the, the way that they intend for, for this uh, wildling theme to go is to be used with winter. Um, and that's cool. But, I mean, the one thing that kind of annoyed me about the. To, to go back to the new Jon Snow for a second is he is a wildling, yeah? The yeah. Night's Watch wildling. And, and yeah. as a result, you think, oh, great, he's going to have all this sweet wildling synergy. But actually, mm-hmm. Night's Watch as a faction are not particularly synergistic with wildlings who like winter and low reserve and the rest of it and um and nights watch uh, the opposite they like to have high reserve and uh, stuff like that so yeah it got me scratching my head a bit like what faction are you running because you think yo i'll run wildlings out of nightwatch, for that obvious reason but what you know because of that anti-synergy what are you what it's faction great. are you i think it's
1: Greyjoy or? winter with the frozen shore and rattle shirts to get two unopposed challenges in a in a round, that's good. I, I could see, see that. Yeah. I can see that
2: working. I mean, that's actually can,
1: doable. It's not too much jank. It, you it, gonna what, you gonna you gonna build
2: that one, Shemo?
1: <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't build it because I don't want to put the other wildlings That the problem is the <laughs> other wildlings that you'd have to put in to make this actually reasonable. I don't want to put the other ones in. So yeah. I would probably have with... the three scouts and a rattle shirts, and then that's that's all.
3: It's good with Battle Shirt and it's good with Mansurator, but other than that, uh it's 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 still a limited pool. It'll it'll increase obviously as mm. we go along and then when we get some more good wilding characters it'll
2: it'll improve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bit of a sleeper card this one, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's kinda kind of
3: seating. I'd I'd
2: call it seeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah seating card. That's fair yeah, enough. It's I mean I'm not gonna say and say it's crap because it's obviously any any stand is good. It's just obviously the the deck that this is made for isn't doesn't really I don't think it exist exist right now. Uh, exactly right. so we won't be too hard on it we'll come back and look for it when there's uh, more wildlings and more winter okay. fantastic I I had someone message me asking me why we don't give grades
3: to cards so that's <laughs> funny yeah, I was I
0: was thinking the same thing
3: and uh-huh. and uh, the, re- the reason that I don't like giving grades to cards is because the grades kind of underscore the text or what we're saying. You know, mm-hmm. one of my biggest annoyances doing the card game DB reviews is like, I'll give a card a rating, and then I'll say a mm-hmm. lot. Saying like, mm-hmm. this is a really good card, but, 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 but. Or, mm-hmm. you know, this is a niche card, but it's fantastic in this case. And someone will just be like, I can't believe you give that a five when it's only in one deck. It's like, well, did you read the description? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but so, so to answer that question, the reason we don't give grades is because... It's more about the discussion. That's it. And also... There's some there's some there's stupid fucking change. letter will be assigned to it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Those numbers so change when other cards come out that may or may not make a... Yeah. Know, a can... Yeah, like, like, like Old Bear,
3: to me, the, the new Old Bear, it was a fucking one and a half two. Mm. And then uh, uh, Queen's Crown came out. I was like, oh, okay, now it's a three. If something yeah. else came out, it's like, okay, maybe it's a four now. If non-uniques became a thing
2: like a mm. legitimate thing you like like either. first edition there was a phase in first edition i hear where non unique decks were very much a thing
3: yeah so yeah. so grading a card in the current meta is almost pointless
2: yeah. yeah
3: so that's why i don't grade it i just talk about it cool so, hey we
0: are the international friends of mostly banter and it
2: seems that there's a copyright <laughs> on that term so
0: <laughs> that maybe, it'll, state maybe state. it'll become rambling or something like that
2: the international friends of Mercy Banter. That's a really, really catchy name you've come up with. For us. <laughs> uh, Dan you brought off the time that one. It um, yeah, it was, it was uh,
1: intentional. It was intentional. Should we um, do the weirwood? The next part is weirwood bow. Is that? Is, uh, yes. is that? Isn't it? Yep. Mm. I keep getting,
0: I keep getting the fun cards. <laughs> um, how'd you feel that way, Dan? <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> and I tend to call it the weirdwood bow but it is an attachment neutral cost one weapon night's watch or waddling character only and it has an action Neil weirwood bow Data a What's that?
1: sorry continue continue sorry
0: Neil, Neil, Neil the weirdwood bow <laughs> to choose a defending character that character gets minus two strength until the end of the challenge day
3: that's some weird
2: wood bro Weird wood, bro. Weird
0: wood then. When
2: I first saw this card, I was like, that's amazing. And the longer I've looked at it, the less <laughs> impressed I've become with it. So I've been quite a, I've been quite a negative Nancy about all these wildling cards. But um I I don't know, like obviously the the first thing you think when you see a card like that is Targaryen Burn. Um Martel but I uh Yeah Lingering Poison. Yeah, oh yes so actually to the end of the challenge, Holland. Does that match up though? Neil, you decrease he... their strength by two and then still lose.
1: Yeah,
3: that's
4: it. Chank! <laughs> 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 Whoa, <Well,
1: laughs> shit. <laughs> that seems that seems a bit dumb. I mean, my first one,
2: maybe maybe Targ watch. You put this on the new Jon Snow. Uh, you know, and then. Some dragons are involved somehow in Daenerys. But then I was like, fuck, that's so much money and so much shit you're putting in your deck just to try and, like, validate some use out of this card. Um, I don't know. Uh, the, the biggest use I see for this is maybe win by five triggers if we're talking, like, how it's supposed to be intended to be used, you know? but
3: That's going to be the most common, I think.
2: Yeah, I mean... It's just a reverse strength buff. If you want to run wild, yeah. and- Targaryen, then be my guest and prove me wrong and show me that this build is what you're waiting for. But you've got Grey Worm coming in a couple of packs' time. Yeah, and Astapor. And, after like, and after you really gonna,
3: You're really gonna yeah. fuck with this card?
2: Yeah, you're really gonna bother? I don't know. It, I, it, again, I'm not really sure why it exists at the minute. I'm not sure what what the point um, of it is. I think Dan dropped. Yeah, he did. I'm but calling him back. Yeah, oh, keep, yeah. going. keep going, Dave. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I, I think... I think uh, I just I just don't see what decks it goes in at the minute. I don't really see what you're facilitating and each time I put this in a deck I've ended up taking it out again before it's even at the table. So I mean like, I'm I'm what... checking the stream. Dan,
3: you're so far off center it's ridiculous. Really? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it just it messed up.
3: Now it's even worse.
1: Oh Jesus. Yeah, because he got dropped from the call, so we need his, his picture uh, just shifted everything. Oh, now
3: you're in the you're not, now you're in the bottom right. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> everything just got shifted because Dan. <laughs> because yeah,
3: Dan dropped.
1: Oh, dear. All right. So working on this. Does anyone
2: else have anything to say about the weirwood bow? Uh, I think it's I think it's genuinely
3: un uninteresting. Um, like you said, targ watch is good. Targ wilding is fine.
2: Uh, but I don't think you're going to bother with it. At the end of the day, you're not going to really care all that much. Um, no, this isn't the this isn't an attachment that you see across the table and sort of start quaking in your boots. You think that's going to be a slight nuisance, you know? And uh, you have to what is it? You have to kneel it. So yeah, you, you only get one use out of it. Really, it's not like a persistent thing. If, if there were
3: no targ cards, or if there are no burn cards on the horizon, I'd say this is a pretty good card because uh, you know they they got Jakaris, and then like Dragon Sight and then like. Daenerys' favor and it was just mm. like kind of bullshit burn cards mm. uh, after Dracarys and like Targ players were like give us something that we can actually use please
2: alright we'll give you a wildling bow <laughs>
3: yeah we'll, we'll give you a wildling bow so you know then then this was spoiled and everyone's like oh Targ Targs we can finally do this we can do a Targ deck and then they spoiled uh, Astapor and uh, Grey Worm and they're like well fuck this bow throw this bow out of here I don't need this shit anymore <laughs> So uh, it, it'll it'll it might see play for a couple weeks in Targ, but once those other cards come out, people are just gonna yeah, no, I agree. not
2: gonna play with it. Great. Oh, oh um, great! Next, scaling the wall. Scaling the wall. That's right. Now this this is uh who, who's reading this one? Uh, I guess this is me, isn't it? Because Dan well Dan read the last one. Yeah. Um, scaling the wall is a one cost neutral event reaction after you win a challenge in which you control an attacking Wildling character. Choose a non-limited location controlled by the losing opponent and return that location to its owner's hand. Uh, this is actually a good card. I mm-hmm. like this one. Um, I'm glad they're putting more location hate into the game because we're, we really need it at this minute in time. We've only got Greyjoy, basically, as the location hate faction. I And uh, the outside of that, you've got what, Frozen Solid and Stark. You've got Put to the Torch. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not really... a Huge wealth of options when it comes to dealing with locations, and the one plot you can put in your deck—political disaster—is fucking—it's a disaster, isn't it? It's a fucking it's so terrible. It's so bad. The reserve is crap. The initiative is crap. The gold is middling. You know. Um So yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy that they've they've made this card. The weakest the weakest thing about this card is the fact you need a wildling to trigger it. But yeah, we got uh, damn back. Hey, Dan. We're just talking about hey. scaling the wall now. Just a Yeah, cool.
0: sorry sorry about that, guys. Seems I had a bad connection.
2: That's all yeah. right, man. No worries. Um, shit happens. Luckily, there are there are some good Wildling cards. Rattlesher, you know, if you've got him in your deck, you're almost definitely going to put this in with him, you know. Um, the Wildling hordes are really, really c- good cards and probably criminally underplayed for how good they are, you know. Um, a five for five, no attachments, <laughs> bike on... Which you can nail your faction card to pump to a seven is, is really good. So there are good wildling cards, um, and now that this box is out, maybe we'll see some more. Maybe maybe we'll see some more of them. So I think I think this sees play. I think it's I think it's good. I don't think you you build around this card. I think you put it into a deck where you you're planning on including wildlings anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But Yeah, no, I like it. I do I do like it. I think this is genuinely the best of the wildling cards of the box. The uh, the one the one thing I'm slightly annoyed, uh, well I say disappointed about with this box is I was all psyched for Wildlings because I love the Wildlings in the, in the in the books I love the the theme, um and and they've all they've all been quite underwhelming so far I feel yeah mm-hmm. it was a bit of a bummer but anyway. Uh, all right. All right.
0: I don't know. I kind of like Igret, but she doesn't come from this box, right? No, she doesn't. No, no.
3: she's not from this box. She, she's she's actually well. a, a, good, a
0: good wildling. But... Yeah, she is. Good. Yeah. Good, I forgot about
3: Igret, yeah. Yeah, is. see, scaling the walls is all right. Uh, I am not like Dan. I don't like that they're putting more location hate in the game. Of course, of course, <laughs> Joe is not okay with that. What, about the, what uh, about the
2: painted table, Joe? you gotta, you got to understand little, that there's... That doesn't you know, help
3: me, because I'm not going to run wildlings. But... Uh, it, it's a fine card. It's got a, a reasonable. No, the fact
2: that location hit exists means less people will be inclined. Will be so more people will be less inclined to run. Ocellino.
3: More less inclined.
2: Yes, okay. to run loads and loads of locations to their day. Mace. You know? nice. I, I. Yeah, that's
3: fine. Uh, it's it's pretty good. The, the the trigger is relatively difficult, but if you build around it, it's not hard to get. It's just yep. winning a challenge. Um, and then I like it. because I I like that it returns it to my hand so that I have a relatively good shot at playing it again the next turn. The whole scale, the the iron, the the Bay of Ice, then pillage thing, I thought was bullshit. I I prefer this one over the Bay of Ice, uh,
2: being played against me. And it I like still it, sucks if you get if you're losing a 4 cost location.
3: Yeah, but I can live with it. I mean, like we said, we're gonna we we're gonna get more location hate. So
4: mm-hmm. uh, a, a nice match
3: deck to survive the wall being bounced to their hand for a turn it cannot survive you on taking the wall
2: you know no, that's true um it's kind of a bummer that it doesn't work on non-limiteds you know this would be great if you could hit the arbor with it or something like that you know or, or uh, slaver's bay you know yeah a, a, some like, some factions don't who who have nothing to fear from location hate like Targaryen, and I guess to a lesser extent Tyrell, I know they like to run the Pavilion, they like to run High Garden as maybe sneaky one-obs, but other than that, it's just yeah. economy and If you get those knocked out, you're not really like, my life! No, no, my game! <laughs> my game <laughs> is ruined! Yeah. That's true, it's true. So a lot, it's- of, un-
0: a lot of Lannister decks tend to play uh, no locations or very few, also, so. So uh, they've,
2: they've got Harrenhal though, haven't they? So actually, that's a good... This is, yeah, yeah, but
0: not all decks play Harrenhal necessarily or go full-on jumper. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, they it's just a play small Lannister deck. And, no, and no, no. exactly. See, I would see this out of Lannister, and then they they flip into uh, their Wardens and hit you for, for intrigue on top of it, and eventually they'll hit that location, but there's not many other factions that are doing that, and that'll take it out of your hand necessarily. So. Yeah. I, it's just it a there. temple play
1: i just think <laughs> that yes, within, i think that within the next cycle probably we'll see a card that's called like i don't know like fleeing my post or some bullshit zero cost attachment this character is now a wildling and then that's going to make these cards um much more useful i mean i would be very surprised if we didn't i would eat my hat my headphones i would eat my headphones <laughs> if that didn't happen are so you talking cycle. about
2: like a swarm to the watch, but for wildlings? Exactly, uh, just for, yeah, w- for the
1: wildling trait because they've done it for a small council and all that other bullshit. So why I could wouldn't they do it. it for this? Yeah, I could yeah, see. I that. could see it just yeah. to all make right it then. more viable. But yeah, so um, the, the last, last of the of giants,
3: the giants, that on this. that is so huge.
1: Yep. How fitting, because I'm a huge person too. Actually, no, Joe, Joe surprised me. I forgot about that. Gen Con, when he tapped me. Did you tap me or did you say something? And I turned around and I was looking at him for a second like, who, who is this guy? I, I don't know why. I just pictured Joe to be a lot shorter than me. But he's a pretty big, early really? yeah, guy. I, he's no a large offense, man.
0: But I, I picture you as in, in the few pictures that are around in your, your YouTube as not being excessively tall. What? I'm... S- Sam, oh, me, not uh, me you, or Joe? I've oh, met Joe. you a couple of times and I know <laughs> I that.
3: <forgot. laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm six. I look foot... at your belt when you're. Uh... <laughs> I'm, I'm six I'm six foot one.
1: Yeah, so. Joe's huge, oh, man. Right. So... He's a freaking right. giant.
3: The card, the
1: card. Anyways, the last, the... <laughs> the last of the giants, sorry. Uh... Dan, Dan
3: is tall too, actually. Cool. Well, well, much taller boy.
2: than all of you, for what it's yeah, worth. Yeah, he is. Much taller.
1: Dan. The giant. He's one of those lanky monsters. neutral event cost two it's a song action put a neutral character into play from your hand until the end of the phase that character gains intimidate at the end of the phase if that character is still in play kill it cannot be saved joe
3: it's a virus trigger
2: yeah no it has a lot of uses in that (laughs) it's
3: a two-cost forest it's a two-cost rattle shirt um uh, two cost a couple other fucking things, you know. It's jackin, mostly two jackin. cost
2: Varys. Okay, fine. It's two cost jacking.
3: If fine. you can then
2: ghost of Hall the next turn for free. <laughs> that's I what mean, you, to you want to be Yeah, it's mate, That's that's a legit play. I think Captain <laughs> Captain Jank is back. There you go. I mean, nah, this yeah. is, the two this is is kind of Jank of and Combos If yeah. you're if you're running a deck with three baris, there's no harm. And you're going to put this in that, in that. Oh no, no, for sure. I'm not saying it's so a bad play. And sticking yeah. a jacket in there, just to, just just in case, you know.
0: It's super combo, but it, it, I'm not saying it's a bad play. Go go ahead. And as a matter of fact, you're paying two, and you're reducing the cost of so many whatever neutrals that you want to put in, right? You could you, you hate Mance so much, but you could even fit in a one of Mance in there because you're only
2: paying two for him. Mm-hmm. I right. suppose you could use this with Daler as well in a wild link to draw a well, card you know, if you're, if you're really yeah. desperate. For two yeah. bucks. If,
3: if that's what you're doing with your time, like two I said, for go for it. It.
0: Yeah, yeah, but obviously, this is, like I say, like in a combo deck or in some sort of a jank build where you're obviously going for lots of neutrals and you.
2: <laughs> you guys are not fucked about this one, are you? No. <laughs> it's a voice trigger, dude. <laughs>
1: okay. that's awesome. The fire that burns. The fire yeah, that now burns. we already <laughs> done that. We, we that, done that. Oh yeah, we or... did. Sorry, retaliation, and I gotta <sighs> fix the camera. Okay, the... <sighs> this
2: this one is probably worth talking about. Yes, this is a scary, scary
3: card. I, I mean, know. it's it's scary, but at the same time, it's not gonna take a long time to talk about, right? No, I mean, it's, no. uh
0: Well, I'm sure all you guys really want to go home and masturbate to this card, but I'm not <laughs> as big on it as uh, <laughs> as everyone I mean,
2: else. I
1: mean, I don't. <laughs> we, <laughs>
2: I don't generally tend to find cards sexually stimulating. <laughs> 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 um, don't you, Dan?
1: Uh, nice. Yeah, retaliation. Uh, Joe, that or is it. Joe or is it Dan? It's Dan. Uh,
3: it's Joe. It? Honestly, hey. oh no, it's me. You're right. It's, it's me. an honestly. Oh. Who cares
0: at this point? We yeah. So retaliation is a neutral plot for gold eight initiative two claim. It has war as a trait. If you win initiative, you must choose an opponent to be the first player and for reserve.
3: Read the other part too. Oh, the lack of plot limit, plot deck limit one. Oh, yes, yeah. Okay. It yeah. does that not is... have plot deck limit one, which I think you is hilarious.
2: It? Yeah, it's really strong. I mean, do you know what card loves this? Uh, this this plot, and that's King Rob's host, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So when you uh, when Don't you damn. win a when you win a military challenge with King Rob's host, if there's a war plot revealed, you can move two power from their faction cards to the host.
0: Actually, so. my uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, my buddy, my buddy Billy, who I do the
0: podcast with, did very well. Made top sixteen at uh, our nationals, which was a Lannister dragon uh, fuck fest. Yeah. and uh, <laughs> it's sad because he actually. Should have won the top 16 match. He was playing the Stark, uh, a bazillion characters. Yeah, in no the, the, Ryan, the Ryan Woods the Stark build. Yeah,
4: yeah. And
0: uh, a lot of people, it's funny how many people he actually catches on a trigger because somebody would wallfire, obviously, because that was the reset. Mm. And wallfire is a war plot, and he would catch them off because whenever he'd win, he'd actually steal two power because it's not only yours, right? But no. you're right,
2: that's a trigger that people forget off of that... Uh, Army. Good. Um obviously Martel love this plot. Uh Knights Watch sort of aim and builds will love this plot. I think even oh my crossing God. builds will love this plot, man. Oh any, crossing any de- plots are gonna love it. Yeah, any deck with Stand will love this plot. Um yeah, it's it's probably the best two claim plot in the game they've yeah. released, I would say. What would you, what'd you guys think? Well the the
3: the oh. thing about the two claim plots is, is that they had you know, three reserve, four reserve, or sorry, three initiative, four initiative, you know, two initiative, it's like, you were probably, your opponent was probably winning initiative, and they could decide if it was better for you to go first or second most of the time. Yeah. yeah. This card, this is the first non-sneak attack two-claim plot that actually has a good, reasonable shot of winning initiative, and yeah, you have to go second, but I, like I've said before, going second is the best
2: part of this game. Yeah yeah it can be especially if you're built built to deal with that um yeah um and also like i mean i don't know about you if i if someone plays it before this plot if someone played a two claim plot against me i would normally make them go first because like, my thinking was well rather than open up my board so they're to their two claim i mm-hmm. want to try and weather the storm coming against me and then i can do my challenges if i if i still have someone left you know well, you, um, like I said, you want to go second most of the time, anyway. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Especially against against someone playing a two claim, especially
3: plot. with yeah, a two claim plot. Yeah.
2: Yeah. If you're if you if you're on the other side of the table from a two claim plot, though, you generally want to go second, so you don't, you know. Otherwise, you're just going to be like, right, I'm going to have to pass my challenges because I need to put everything into defending this, and this is what, um, yeah, this is what this sort of card does. It ma- it makes you, puts you in a very difficult position as the first player. It's like, do you come at me, and bro. And oh, uh, yeah, open up your board to potential havoc on the on the on the return, or do you uh, sit there and pass your turn and take a pounding? You know, it's a it's a bit of a lose lose situation. So yeah, it's really not many strong. people
3: like taking a pounding.
2: No, they N- uh, I think this is going to see a lot of play. Person, so look forward to this at Dockside Brothel Days in a few the, weeks.
3: The one thing I will say about this card is, I feel like it's going to be. Put into a lot of decks really early on so you're going to see like a retaliation on a retaliation several times in a row Yeah. and it'll kind of lose its effect uh, of, of winning initiative because it's like it'll, then it'll become down to who has the least amount of power but uh, or the most king's roads but I, I do think it's it's going to be it's going to be in plot people are going to run this plot and it's going to be really strong yeah yeah. Definitely. I've been seeing
1: a lot on Throne Techie as uh, uh, recently since it came out and there's a lot of people <laughs> that are using it very incorrectly um that's exactly where i so was gonna go that's where i'm that's what i'm happy to see is i i play a player and they just throw it down because they think that it's godlike and have no idea when to actually use it and then it works out in my favor but i think when it comes down to players using it properly it's going to be very scary um it's very scary i saw it in one of those half hand decks <sighs> yeah just, oh yeah it'll be just, really good
3: in a half hand deck it was so yeah. ridiculous
1: it was i just i wanted to cry at my desk um but yeah so i think this is a really good plot and it's also a plot that was in 1.0 as well and it was can you can you just describe briefly when you say using it
2: incorrectly what what it was that they were doing when i say
1: using incorrectly i mean using it at a time when you're not going to win the challenge to get that two claim off so i played a guy he dropped it he made me the first player i was like okay i went with asha and i just uh power stealth she stands then i pass and then he lost every challenge that he did and then that was that was it okay. moved to the next round so, no, I I see. so he played it too early basically yeah right at a, at a time he where played he played it
3: when he was unable to force something yeah where right. he had nothing okay.
1: that he could do to ever get to claim on any of the challenges so it was, it was a waste. i got you pal i got you that's great um
2: okay well yeah so that gets four thumbs up from all of us um whisper next, camp next, next plot then
0: whisper oh, 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 oh it doesn't get four thumbs up from me but okay I, okay, I don't middle. matter. I don't have the star powers. So it's it's shut up, Dad. <laughs> it's <deece>. Whisper <laughs> Campaign,
2: who is it? Damn. No, I'm kidding. Um, okay, yeah, so Whisper Campaign is a neutral... They're all neutral, aren't they? It's a four gold, four initiative, one claim plot. Scheme trait, so you can put in a Casimir deck, though, I'm not sure you would. And it reads force reaction after a character with an intrigue icon that enters play, kneel it, and also it plop deck limit one, and reserve six. I like how they limit you this. You don't
3: want people <laughs> running two of these. Now, <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. uh, no, okay. compared
3: to Retaliation, we, you can have two Retaliations, but not two Whisper Campaigns.
2: We're not oh. crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, that's really funny um, that you just pointed that out. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of like a hard counterplot for some factions, and a complete waste of a plot slot against others, isn't it? Yeah. yeah you play this against it, maybe Greyjoy or Stark, um... Even Night's Watch to a degree. Maybe, you know, I think... Kara, uh, certain decks. You know?
3: there are, or you just run Game of Thrones.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: I mean...
1: <sighs> Unless you're really you gotta, worried about Ambush, I guess.
2: I think this might be better than Game of Thrones. I don't know. I get a feeling this is probably a little... You know, you're putting this in a deck. Let's say you, you've got this in a Queen Cersei deck. You know, you're going to be feeling pretty smug when you play this one. And, you know, your opponent's playing a deck with way less intrigue than you. I mean, this works on stuff like Nymeria as well, man. She doesn't have an intrigue icon, you know? Um it's, it's, it's I don't know I don't know how good it is as a plot. I think the problem this plot has is it's probably gonna be fighting for space with lots of other better plots. <laughs> I, think I think the absolutely. Like deck.
3: <laughs> The deck that would have used it most, the Reigns deck, can't use it as a as a primary plot. They right. have to use it in their five their five plot yeah. sideboard. I think that they did that intentionally, just like they did the intentionally thing with Gossips and Lies, where you couldn't play that in your standard deck with uh, with with Rains of Kasker. Because oh, honestly, this is just a little a little too janky. I, I have a I have a general rule that I don't really like playing cards that rely on my opponent doing something specific. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I. Uh, Fuck I you, Joe. Really That's like... a lie. That's a fucking lie. Your 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 card where nobody kneels. The specific thing your opponent has to do is fucking attack. Oh, you're right. Bullshit. My Get out of here. Get attack. that shit out of here. And your other one where the, <laughs> no one wins or loses, the specific thing I have to do is fucking make a first challenge. So, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. you know wins I hate him. you, loses. <laughs> just... <laughs> this is Shamar,
3: Shamar letting off steam.
2: Shamar finally breaks.
1: I'm, I'm just
3: playing. Sometimes <laughs> Shamar just calls me in tears. Just... Complaining about how I've traumatized
1: him forever. Remember that time, Joe? Remember that time? God damn it. <laughs> Remember that time you did this to me?
3: You put you put Old Bear's Raven on Old Bear. And then, right, and then you, you defended the wall with him.
2: <laughs> um, anyway. Anyway, I'm do you have anything to say about this, Dan? Dan, open the I do not. All right. Not. not this one. Called in I the I have a little bit
3: more to say about the last one.
2: Oh, sorry, Dan. All right. You're the one
3: that said you weren't you weren't jacking off to it, so we assumed you yes. had limited
1: amounts to say. That's I'll all right. Called into service. The next one is actually interesting. Is that me? Uh, yes. It is. yes. Uh, two gold, zero initiative, one claim. Called into service. It's a kingdom and has six reserve. When revealed. Reveal the top card of your deck. If it is a character, put it into play. If it is a non-character card, draw it and gain two gold. This card is hilarious continue joe
3: it's uh it's it's really good with tyrell i'll
1: say that much you know you bear in the maid fairy self so you
3: can get the best fucking guy on top of your deck Mm -hmm.
2: assuming he's in his top five yeah
3: assuming he's in the top five yeah yeah um worst case scenario it's a card draw and a four zero one plot which isn't awful it's not why couldn't this card get like two initiative is it that? I mean, it's an
0: interesting effect. It'll fit in certain janky decks, but I mean, it's not that OP, right? I'm I'm looking at it. and I'm like, oh
1: man, it's zero not. initiative. It's not, but it'd be balls if, let's say, you fucking played Tywin and then one initiative and then did bullshit after that. So just. To... But there's there's a you're right that there's
0: a lot of cards that have one initiative,
1: but li- mm-hmm. even
0: two.
2: There's a lot of oh, yeah. two initiative out there. Yeah, and look at Blood of the Dragon, man. That has two initiative. You know, I mean, why doesn't this have two? <laughs> it should have some initiative. I agree. I, at least yeah. <laughs> you know if you
0: want to give it a reason and you i mean are they creating plots so that we don't play them or are they creating plots so that we play them and we have options i love the effect uh, i like that it's a kingdom although it's not as relevant as it was uh, the reserve is okay but
2: i don't know why so low initiative i tell you what if if someone uh if someone played this and you were playing terrell with their uh Pulling the strings deck, uh, pulling the strings plot, you'd be over the fucking moon. <laughs> you'd be like, You're like, Oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna copy into service, I'm gonna get a free character, which I've definitely tutored for, uh, to yeah. make sure it is the right character, and then I'm gonna get my five gold and two initiative on top. <laughs>
3: yeah. But yeah. outside of outside of setting your deck up, I don't know if this is all that great. No. Okay. Because, you know, you you do have to reveal the card, so if it's a card that you'd like to keep secret, like a Nightmares or something like that, you draw it and you have to show them that you have Nightmares in your hand now.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they can actually
3: take that into account. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, all, you got uh, was, all you got was four gold out of it, so... Uh, four gold, no initiative. <laughs> yeah, no initiative, four gold, and, you know, it's just... Yeah. And, uh, and I, a, uh, not so secret Nightmares anymore. Yeah, yeah. not so secret Nightmares. <laughs> uh, wasn't wasn't somebody also on
0: your article review mentioning this in a, a typical uh, banter slash bitterbridge uh, deck could be cool also because odds are you're just doubling up on that effect and so again is these fun decks that you're not necessarily expecting to win but that can and I, the the plot will see play I, I don't know if it's top ten or yeah. tier one
3: play but it'll see play yeah. Yeah. It, it it has high upside but it has a, a low C, a low floor. It could just be a complete wiping garbage card. Mm
2: -hmm. You could, uh, yeah, the banter bridge decks could be, could be, yeah, could be. Does does anyone
3: still play the Ryan Wood monstrosity deck?
2: No, that's uh, had its time in the sun, sadly. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that this this would have been great for that, wouldn't it? Of course. Yeah, but um, because you are almost certainly going to be drawing a character every time in that deck. Yeah. but sadly, no. No, the, the Stark Abomination deck has died a death. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it, so. It's a powerful deck, but it's a fucking boring deck. Yeah, it's it's not the most exciting. Just do challenges and pump the strength up with the castle. And, I mean, sort of it, it's it
0: survived, it survived the wildfire, but I, I don't know how well it would do with Valor,
1: right? Mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't Anyways. Know. Well, the next so, card is up, and it's the White Shadows it's me
2: oh my goodness me the white shadows say five gold two initiative one claim uh, it's an omen so crest is handily immune to it uh, reaction after a character opponent after a character an opponent controls is killed put it into play under your control while that character is in play treat it printed text boxes if it were blank a la milk at the end of the phase, if the card is still in play, please put uh, place it in its own discard <laughs> pile. Please please, please, please do it. this. Please put it back. <laughs> <laughs> put it back in its own discard pile, if you could be so kind. <laughs> don't be a dick. Would you kindly? Um, <clears throat> I don't ever see myself playing this. No. It's I mean, cool thematically. it's not very good.
1: Um, What's the best? Re- <laughs> the best that could happen. Is that your was- opponent claims the wrong person, or you put to the swords someone big and then get to use them for one turn on defense? I guess. Like I don't really, I don't know. Or you get to win? No, you wouldn't even get to win uh, dominance with it because the challenge phase was end it after that die. character dies. Yeah. So like, yeah. yeah. What's the best that could come there, out of this?
3: There were there were a lot of cards in this in this box. That made me excited to play, like, like kind of janky cards, like Maester Aemon and and uh, new Jon Snow and and things like that. That they were kind of janky and a little a little weird, but they made me excited to build around them. This is a weird janky thing that I'm not interested in building around at all. Yeah. This I can and,
2: actually see. I can see t- one use for this if you know Valor is coming, yeah, and you think. Uh, You know, if I'm able to get some of their characters on my side of the board on the valid term and they have zero claim, I might be able to use some of their board. Plot plot phase ends.
1: Plot phase ends and then they go.
2: Oh, God. Is is it only to the end of the fate? Yeah,
1: it's stupid. It sucks. Oh, my
2: God. That's just
1: terrible. (laughs) Okay.
2: No, in that that case, disregard what I'm saying. Yeah, this is terrible. Um, uh, The one thing that might have made it playable was the winter trait, but they didn't see fit to. Yeah, for some reason, that. they didn't I was feel the need the same to give
3: thing, yeah. trade.
2: Yeah, they've got the it white looks, walkers on there. And looks winter-y pretty
3: wintry. <laughs> <Yeah>. The, the <laughs> fire that burns is a winter card, but this didn't make the cut. Yeah. It would I have been like too strong hard. if it were a winter card.
2: It's a nice balmy non-winter plot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> summer plot, actually. It's, it's great. Yeah, no, not great. Um, I, I don't know. I don't I, normally. I, I can be quite pragmatic with cards and sort of try and then imagine a situation where you put this in the deck, but there is no. Way I'm using one of my seven valuable plot spaces for this, nope. this really situational effect. That's crap. It's pretty trash. Move right? on, I think.
1: Unless Dan has something to say, Dan, nothing. Not for <laughs>
0: this garbage. Perfect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> name, name day, day twenty.
3: 20.
1: <laughs> so name day twenty. I think we, sk- we skip Dan. So Dan, this is you. Go for it. Is it?
0: Is it? Yep. Um, name day. Again, a neutral plot. Five gold, four initiative, one claim. This has the summer trait and a reaction. After you win a challenge in which a knight character you control is attacking or defending alone, choose a lord or lady character you control and have it gain one power. It has five
2: reserves. Jeez. Oh,
4: do you know what guys?
2: Hey, oh. right, mate, do you know what card this, this loves... Fucking Dan and mine's favorite card, isn't it? It's a. Uh, there are no men like me.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, made for this plot. <laughs> right. They yeah. don't yeah. kneel. They went alone.
1: Right. Lady Sansa's rose too for the extra power. This is like a Tyrell crossing, beautiful, synergistic plot, and just running, adds to the uh, other plots. Yeah, right. If you're running, this, hard hard sure hard hard. you're running this, I
3: sure hope you're running. Lady sends the rose too because that's the yeah.
2: only time. Then get can.
1: the max max swing. You might as well go for the max swing.
2: This this mm-hmm. goes straight in Ryan Woods Batala deck. The Tyrell crossing with summer plots and three Robar Royces and the rest of it because it's a summer plot, isn't it? So you're yep. getting your yep. Robar trigger on it. Um, yep. You've got a gajillion knights in Terrell, anyway. You've got all the strength pump in the world to make sure you can boost it up, and it's just another rush component for that rush deck. So it's definitely going to see some play this one. Oh, it certainly um, will. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: And I like that it's on offense and defense, so yeah. you can't just throw in a challenge just to be a dick. Uh, you got to really think about what you're doing on if you're th- attacking against somebody playing this plot. So you're not just going to be an asshole and throwing the one, the one. Uh, Power challenge for one as an ass, and well, then unless you're an asshole, unless you're you an ass that wants to lose, yes, <laughs> that's true. It does. It does but,
2: stop the chum challenge.
3: Let, let me let me
0: ask uh, the 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 super smart, better brains on this cast and,
2: um, Don't say yourself short there, Dan. Thoroughly <laughs> <laughs> unbecoming. Just just being yeah, just being in character. Um,
0: <laughs> is it I think jousting? We'll what's the name? <laughs> is isn't it a jousting Pavilion? contest or tourney or something like oh, that, the yeah, other oh, neutral plot this. where you can only have one attacking and one defending character? Doesn't that kind of, I know I know you're losing the power gain and you don't have the same stats line, but if you want to trigger those events, whether it be uh, All Men Are Fools or uh, winning by so much or winning with only one character, doesn't that plot kind of facilitate that a little bit more than this? This, this, so, this, this gives you more power. That,
3: but yeah. The other yeah. one, I, I don't know. I'm just...
1: I the, would take this over jousting contest for sure. The best,
3: the best case scenario is you play this on the turn your opponent plays jousting contest.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't think. And I, guess, I
3: haven't seen anyone play jousting contest.
0: I don't, <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't think it's ever happened. I guess jousting. One of the reasons it's not played is it's not summer, right? I guess yeah. it's
2: probably not summer traded. Also, like the stats for jousting contest are kind of lame. It's four and three in golden initiative, yeah, four, three. Um, and it's a it's, it's a it, war plot, yeah.
0: I, I don't know. I was just trying to think. What does this replace, or is there anything similar to this? Because, I mean, it's not extremely exciting. But again, you're right. The fast just get faster, and mm.
2: it fits right into those decks. So, just goes right. straight in the good old best of dick. Um, yeah. So, I mean, at least at least that's one good seasonal plot. Summer always seems to get the best seasonal plots Have you noticed that the winter you know it has a few good ones barring the gates was a nice a nice touch but mm-hmm. yes yeah. mm-hmm. winter on the whole nice. and speaking of bad winter plots <laughs> that takes us <laughs> very very, a, very conveniently into our very blast. very much that's a segue yeah if you uh, if you have one i uh, know i didn't even tend that either that was just off the cuff then king of segways king of segways <laughs> there you go there's another title <laughs> all the titles
1: all the titles are you a
2: Targaryen
0: king there uh, Dave? <laughs> I'm king of nothing <laughs> uh,
2: um right oh, and, well, and this
0: this obviously has one initiative because you know it'd be <laughs> garbage if it would have zero
2: yeah oh. No, four.
0: Yeah, that was the
3: that was the saving grace. <laughs>
2: yeah. You really there's the one initiative that's making me bring this to the table. <laughs> <laughs> um who wants to do this one then? Last one frozen <laughs> expanse?
1: Go yeah. for it, Joe. Do it. Take us home. Go on, Joe. Take neutral. us in.
3: Yeah. Neutral plot, income of four, initiative of one, claim of one, reserve of six, and you can have two in your deck if you want to. It's no. a winter plot, and each character with strength two or lower cannot stand.
2: Oh. Oh. There goes me
3: Plaza, priding my haunted my uh, old forest hunters.
2: God, I don't. I this this when we discussed this on the uh, the big UK Thrones player group that we're all part of. Um, I I I came out pretty swiftly, and I said I thought it was completely shite, and I got a bit of kickback from it, basically like you think, you know, this definitely going to be situations in which this is really good and i was like it, it completely like it, basically the, the one kind of deck you want to put this plot in yeah is a winter deck and winter decks are generally quite low curb quite low gold and uh and as a low curb low gold deck you generally have characters that are two strength or lower or more at least more of those characters so in a winter deck this actively hurts mm-hmm. um, It probably hurts you more than it's hurting your opponent, and that's why I don't like it. Um, I I can imagine someone flipping this
3: plot and being like, good luck using your reducers next turn.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And you're just sitting there going, okay, (laughs) Valor. We're like, cool, now no one has any reducers. I sure solved that problem of no one standing back (laughs) up again. Um, yeah, yeah I don't know. this I kind of I just so like,
1: like uh <laughs> we've run out of ideas for now and let's just buy <laughs> ourselves some time so here's a plot that does something and it's winter it's, traded
3: you know, let me let me really just say this, this. <laughs> i have i i've long number 52 felt, as well <laughs> i've long felt the need that uh i've, I've long felt <laughs> that first snow winter should have been cost two or lower gets returned to hand so maybe this was a case of them being gun shy on First Snow of Winter, they went too high with three cost. On this one, they went too with low with two cost. If this were three cost or lower, you might play it. Mm-hmm. I, if yeah. First Snow of Winter was just, two uh, cost, lower,
2: no one would play it, man. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I cannot see that someone was talking about um, putting it in a Stannis Lock deck. That's and then someone a else... stupid idea, yeah, it's a stupid idea because your fiery followers don't fucking stand up.
4: The place. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's so. True. Uh,
2: yeah, so it doesn't even go in that deck. I, <laughs> I, I can I only just... stand two of my characters and
3: I wanted to stand my fucking reducer. <laughs> I
0: can't. You yeah. You hey, fucking. it. Who knows? Maybe eventually this will be the hotness because, again, uh, Captain Obvious needs to remind everybody that this is evergreen, but.
1: Uh... Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they make some godlike two strength character, yeah, yeah, no, I know. Actually, What's like what saying, like, saying, if uh, like uh, six of them
3: standing after I, the challenges phase, you win the game. I would have, <laughs> I'd
0: love to be proven wrong and to have somebody beat my ass with this, and I could say, "Man, you did it with a horrible plot. Congratulations!" But mm-hmm.
3: At least but you had, had happening. Of- and they're like, "I did it in spite of a horrible plot."
2: <laughs> you know where they made this? I think they made this plot card because the Lost Ranger is a thing. <laughs> is, it, is it? Is that? If Wait, it cost- what? no, it's strength two. So oh, strength two. Strength God, two, it's yeah. no. I mean, curve just then. trash. It's just, it's just trash. There are, isn't is there it worth
3: cost two or lower that that might actually be good against mini curve decks?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. that was yes
3: for the cost. You're right. If it would have been cost, it'd be something
2: else, it'd be played. But we're talking strength.
1: Don't worry, that's going down the pipes. Good luck
2: standing here. your strand like- next turn. Hope your core santa likes not getting a power. <laughs> 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 it's just yeah it's pretty shit. Isn't you it? just put this card,
3: Dan, <laughs> it beats Corsand.
2: <laughs> hey man, like do you know what's a bit disappointing? The Lanny box, I feel like the Lanny box had some really good plots in it. Um mm-hmm. they had a lot a lot of like Gossip and Lies I thought was really fun. Um you know, and I don't know, this box, the plots all seem a bit whiff apart from Re- retaliation, which is the Retaliation is a star. Yeah. Whisper
3: campaign you could play if you're running a, yeah, a, a heavy intrigue but, control deck, but they're uh, they're not as exciting the neutrals as uh,
0: oh, as oh, they yeah. were out of the other boxes. A lot but, of them
3: kind of have built-in factions to them. Yeah, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Like, mm-hmm. Retaliation, mm-hmm. Is, retaliation is loved by Martell. Whisper campaign is loved by Lannister. Called service is loved by Tyrell. I think everything's love
2: loves retaliation, to be honest, apart from Dan, of course, but, um, you know, most factions... Uh...
3: It must
0: be the French in me. But what's the point in having eight initiative if you can't decide who's got initiative? I understand that there's some certain decks, and I understand that there's factions that love it. I'm not saying that it's garbage. I'm just saying I'm not as in love with it as you guys, because, yay, you have initiative, but this one plot is doing one thing. It's not as versatile as
3: other two claims. If I, if I won... A big tournament. Not I'm not even saying I'm good enough to, but in the theoretical sense that I that I could win a big tournament and got a card design, I'd make an agenda where you are just always second player. Uh, that's, it's your, and that sounds and like it you too. <laughs> and, and you
0: know what? That, maybe that's part of the problem with the game, also, in, in a sense, not part of the problem, but one of the problems. Being you're right. Being second very often, if not almost all the time, which is pretty much the same, um, <laughs> is better. But there are a few turns. I mean, there. There. I've played two claim plots out of decks that weren't necessarily winter. Right? Personally, uh, what's the 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 two zero two plot? Winter plot. What's its name? Uh, famine. Famine. Famine is a great two-clean plot. You were wondering if this was the best one. It plays different. It's a different deck, but how many games were, did you lose or win because of Famine? There's some other two-clean plots out there that are played different. So I understand that you're putting this in a deck and you're thinking about it different and it's an awesome two-clean plot. One of the reasons why it's awesome is because it's not winter traded, so you can actually have it in decks that can't have winter and all sorts of stuff and how it works. I'm just saying, kind of like Shomar, people are playing it and they're playing it wrong. It's not the go-to, uh, everything's golden and super awesome plot. It's good at what it does. It's not necessarily you're your putting on pressure or your are closer uh, that certain decks would have.
4: Mm. That's all.
0: That's, it's a good plot. It's just and not the- as bonkers as what everybody thinks. What's the point of having 8 initiative if you can't choose who's going to start? Yeah, because hey, you get you In a second. sense,
3: you are. But...
2: Yeah, to go second. <laughs> Unless get you want to go first, to c- See, going second with yeah.
3: two claim is insane.
2: But you right then and there, I can like, you, I can if, tell uh, I can tell
0: that change. you always play Night's Watch, and I can tell that you like to play Jank. But we mentioned earlier in the cast uh, when you have in- Intimidate. No, no, I know, but I'm just I'm I'm generalizing and I'm making it simple purposefully. <laughs> but when you have Intimidate on the board, whether and especially if you have two of them, you're playing Robert, you're playing uh, Victorian. Or you're playing the Terrell army, or you know, I mean, there are other decks, there are other ways, and sometimes you want to have that option, and this plot doesn't
3: give it to you. What's the point of having uh, a initial- Mission? A guy posted in the live chat. He said, hashtag Make sure Joe never wins worlds. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice. I second Get that. On. <laughs> I, think, I think we can all get behind that incentive, and guys, I just want okay. to be careful and say I like the plot, I like
0: what it brings, but I'm not as bonkers as everybody's first and initial reaction.
1: Yeah, sure.
2: sure. And and on that note, let's let's close, close this. Yeah, yes. okay. it, is, it is very late. Yeah. At... <laughs> I know, I know. I
1: feel bad for Dan. So we have now finished the entire uh, big box expansion. Watchers <laughs> on the wall. It's been fantastic. I'm super, super glad that Dan could join us for this, as well as the other Dan. And I'm super, super glad that Joe continues to come back, uh, despite everything and all the rescheduling issues that we had. It's finally done. I think we did a fantastic job. And if anybody hates how long this is... Yeah,
2: go us. (laughs) We had a lot of fun doing it.
1: Yeah, if anyone hates how long this this is, you know how to watch it. I'm going to
3: pat myself on the back. (laughs) We We did great.
1: Fantastic job, guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic job, guys! And I hope that everybody in the, uh, the stream <laughs> it. enjoyed it. Uh, we got up to another thirty people, so shout out to everyone that that came in and made it through through the whole thing. We yeah. truly, truly appreciate it, and uh, I hope everybody enjoys the crazy combos that they make with this box because it wasn't interesting. There
2: one. are a lot of them. Yeah, there are some really interesting fun cards in there. So let us know what you build. Share your lists. That's Spread right. the knowledge. That's right And the so that's the
3: guy Who does not share his list Yeah you, shall. I <laughs> <can't>, you <laughs>
2: Publish all my fucking lists Joe. I, I publish them
1: After I win tournaments with them That's or right That's what we did it. Uh, yeah, so, alright guys You always thanks share your tag Thanks again for everything Thanks for watching Everybody have a fantastic night Take care Peace out And until next time Peace and fucking
0: This chapter Of the Kings in the North Has now come to an end And we thank you for listening To This podcast Please follow us on Facebook or at our website, www.kingsinthenorth.com. Truth of the Legend and Pixel Land by Kevin McLeod can be found at Incomtech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Hopefully by now, you all drink and you know it.